Welcome back to the Film Buds podcast. This is episode number 41, and my name is Henry. Uh, Braden. Chloe. And today we are going to be talking about Ready Player One. Then we're going to be doing a, a retro review of The Iron Giant, which is one of the bigger pop culture re- <laughs> references uh, in the film. Ready Player One. Yeah. RPO. Yeah. And then uh, we have some listener questions and, you know, all the usual stuff. So thanks for joining us once again. But uh, how's everybody right now, currently? I'm good. <laughs> Chloe was having a pleasant afternoon with her mother, enjoying a latte. I was covering. I was. I was covering a shift for somebody who was calling out sick and who's apparently out sick for the week and was on Monday getting somebody to cover her shift for Saturday night already. Mm. Oh. So I think I'll be sick on Saturday night. Oh no, I can do it. I was in that (laughs) new spot (laughs) for the for the theater, so basically I know what's going on. Yeah. You're welcome. But I'm exhausted. There's a changeover in ownership of the theater, and it's it's, it's, it's a lot. Remarkably taxing. I've been there. This is number. Fi- this is a 15th straight day I've been at the theater. Oof. And I'm gonna be there tomorrow, and I'm gonna be there Friday, and then I'm gonna be there Saturday, and then Sunday, and then Monday. It's 21. Yeah, I'm roughly about 20, 21, something like that. All right. Well, I was uh, eating nachos earlier. <laughs> you can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh... But yes, well, thanks y'all for for coming, making the trip as always. You know, appreciate it. But anything else? Going is that on? the end? This Bye. Is, this is Oops. the end of the. Thanks for coming. This is the end of the show. <laughs> Crispy Mike. Crispy. Oh, I already told Henry, but Brayden, I'm so excited. Okay. Why is so that? there's wow, there's this little boy <clears throat> at Sealy's this week because mm-hmm. it's private school spring breaks. We're doing another crazy chair camp. The spitting. Image of Timothy Chalamet, same face, so cute. You should tell him to walk around and do a really bad fake French accent. It's not a bad French accent. Timothy Chalamet is French. I know, but that's well, the point. The person. Oh, yeah, the person. Just to to add to the yeah. Well, then he the was, illusion. Because I showed him a picture. Because obviously he didn't know he was. Because the kid's like twelve. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, my brother looks just like him. And I said, oh, how old's your brother? <laughs> and he said, oh, he's a freshman. And I I think my face turned very serious. And I said, in what? <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. But it, it was high school. So mm-hmm. that's rough. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Chloe, we should mention you had your birthday yesterday. I yeah. did. How was, how was it? Dandy. Happy birthday. Thank yeah. you so much. What did you do? I worked all day. And we're last already player one for this. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> But I did go to buy the little Timothy Chalamet look-alike some marshmallows. Did you do anything with the marshmallows? <laughs> yeah. or you, just, you just bought a bag of them? No, well, I bought him a bag the day before because he's kosher, like kosher kosher, like kosher for Passover, oh. which I don't know if you both are aware, but you basically can't eat anything but cardboard. Mm. Like kosher for Passover is like nothing, huh. right? Yeah. And Cardboard's all right. And he's wee, so he was not feeling, not that anybody would feel it, but he was, yes, a wee lad. I yeah, saw your face. Feeling it less than anyone else would. And everyone else, Celie is a wonderful, wonderful lady. And I think she acknowledges that camp is like a time for kids to just live their best lives. So the snacks are usually a little indulgent. Mm-hmm. Like there's just like hot chocolate yeah. with marshmallows. And he can't have either of those. 
and the only kosher Passover thing I could find. We went to three stores where these marshmallows, <laughs> and they were covered in coconut, and he wasn't eating them, and apparently he hates coconut. So I oh. went back last night and got the, <laughs> the non-coconut The non-coconut marshmallows. <laughs> but he looks just like Timothy Chalamet. Okay. That's good. Crazy. I swear. I believe Like, you. the most doppelganger doppelganger I've ever seen in my life, except he's small. Hmm. Or is he's he, he's yeah. like miniature, miniature Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, he said fun Tiny size. Tim. Tiny fun Tim. size. Yeah. Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. <laughs> Tiny Timo yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, <clears throat> one thing for your birthday I should mention. So, your gift is in transit currently. Whoa. I'm hoping, since we did start a little bit later, that it will be here. Brain, while we're recording. Brain did that on purpose. Yeah. Yes, it was but, all intentional. It had nothing to do with the fact that I got screwed over and had to go into work. <laughs> yeah. Nothing at all like that. But, yeah, so it's possible we could have a live live opening. So Great for all that crinkling stuff. Yeah. Like that pickle bubble lady. Wrap. Yeah. It's, like the bubble pickle, wrap? it's like the pickle lady I told you lady? about. No. Remember I told you she eats pickles on a microphone? Oh. And she's really famous? No. no. Is that like... <laughs> I don't remember. Is that some sort of weird fetish? I think thing? that's what you said the first time I told you this. No, like, I don't. Wasn't there back, back several years ago? Wasn't there something about women sitting on cakes? <laughs> am, I, am I confused? <laughs> was that a thing for I a while? I hope it's real because if not, it'd be weird. You I've, said it. I've, I've never heard that. I've practice, never heard but... that. You've never heard of that cake sitting? No. Make an interesting documentary. Okay. That's funny. Sundance. That would right. it would. Can you imagine this? Like at the beginning, of Natural Animals, the slow mo of people just sitting on cakes. Yeah, I mean, they'd have to really fall on them for there to be. Well, it wasn't. It was yet, just I like guess. sitting on them. It wasn't like a falling back on it and watching the cake explode. That was. Oh. <laughs> That's li- what I'm thinking about. Literally sitting. Oh, mm-hmm. That's really We're not slamming. I don't know. <laughs> That could, I, that could be another practice. I don't know. I, I'm just thinking about listening to a woman sit and eat pickles for half an hour. I mean, what? I don't like remember how the, I saw it, but I didn't. I told you guys about Oh, oh, Just like was, with the air eaters. It was the Queer Eye people were talking about latest things. like Pickle lady. Like Anthony, my favorite, loves LaCroix, and he was very passionate about it. And another category really cool. was pickle eating woman. Okay, Henry. Is he an air eater? Remember the Anthony? Who, yeah, like on your first show. Yeah, yeah I remember. About, uh, air eaters. You remember? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Good callback. I mean, yeah. that was a while ago, and I'm still confused as to. Me too. Eritarians or whatever they're called. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. <clears throat> but uh, should we make the? We can't ask them because they're not alive. That's true. Yeah. Got to talk to Mary. Was the one that brought it up, Braden? Your, <laughs> yeah. your girlfriend. Don't 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 look at me. I don't understand <laughs> half of what goes on in your head. The other half, it's, it's not that I don't understand it, it's that I simply don't want to know. <laughs> That's Great, fair. that leaves you with 0%. Pretty much. Perfect. Hmm. That's me with everyone, I hope. That's what I strive for. You think you know, but you don't. Mm. Huh. I'm not this ditzy. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Great. But uh, Oh yeah, I, yesterday I got some, uh, I bought some Irish oatmeal from Target. Mm-hmm. Super good. That was really rant. You can't get on me for saying boring stuff and then you say that. I think listeners love that. I'm puzzled. <laughs> it was like super, like like no sugar, super satisfying. It's super good. He thinks I'm boring, and he's I, talking about I, oatmeal purchases. Chloe, I've never said that you're boring. I've just implied it. Heavily. Kidding. How did we get to oatmeal? 
That's my question as well. I, I've had like three bowls since. Is there an interesting part of the story? No, that's Irish okay, oatmeal. Great. Do you put good. anything on it? No. I just milk. That's boring. And it, maybe what do you put on it? No, I'm not asking. I'm I not. I mean, no, there's all kinds of stuff that you put on oatmeal. I've never had oatmeal in my life. No. No, I like oatmeal oh. cookies. <laughs> That's horrifying. I mean, if you really want to like go, the idea of it. if you really want to go super decadent, when I was a kid, what my dad always used to put on it was uh, brown sugar, a little half and half raisins. Ooh, nice. Like um, a cookie. Kind of like a cookie in a way. Okay. Yes. That's really cool. Right? Uh, the other things you can do, honey is always good. Um, for a while, I was doing honey and bananas uh-huh. and a little bit of half and half. That's good. We really digress. I mean, I try that. Uh, oatmeal, oatmeal is, is like a blank palette. You can put so many different things in there. Right. Yeah. Great. Much like this show, apparently. Yeah, okay. I still don't know how we're talking about. Why are we discussing oatmeal? She just brought it up randomly. Target oatmeal. Guess it was a nice Target. discovery. I don't know. Uh, what does oatmeal oh, have to do with it? I saw Gail, who works at the Chelsea at uh, she didn't see me, but <laughs> I saw Gail. I don't know why that's funny. Your uh, coworker, Brayden. I don't work with her. Or uh, your. She uh, works one day a week. The one day a week lady. She she's she works there for free movies. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, she's no. She tells people that. Yeah. I, I anyways. I saw her there. It's like oh. I love. See- I always see people I know. Everywhere I go, I see someone I know, and mm. I live for it. That's why I like living here. Hmm. I'm usually. But I'm a. So. Weirdly, I think I might be a tad more extroverted than either of you. Mm. Just maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Just a smidge. Oh, <laughs> huh. well. Movie time. That's that's part of what I miss about living in New York was the anonymity. Yeah. You're just a face in the crowd. Nuh-uh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah, I guess so. No, fan. we bump into I'm even when we're in New York, we bump into people we know. Well, that was the weird thing, I think right? It's your is thing, my mom's side. My my dad taught high school in Chapel Hill for many many years before he opened the theater, right? And so I'd be I'd be tooling around. I actually know I actually did run into. You'd a be what? <laughs> I'd be tooling around New York, oh. and I did run into a few people who I knew from college. Which was strange. I actually ran into a very, very good friend of mine from college. I mean, it was, granted, it was like right after I graduated from 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 Oberlin from college that mm-hmm. I moved to New York, and so. But liberal arts school, everybody either goes out to the West Coast or they end up in New York. But that's. But I ran into a few people. But the, no, the weird thing is, my dad, who taught high school here in Chapel Hill for many years, he would come and visit me in New York and see people, and he would run into former <laughs> students of his on the street. Yeah, it's funny. Hmm. I love it. My my older sister uh, was taught by your father. Really? Yeah. That's really. Yep. Okay. I bet a bunch of people I know also were. I just don't know because they don't. Maybe know to mention it. Okay. Everybody keeps talking. I had your father when I was. <laughs> my no, child definitely. had your father. I, okay. It, interesting. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Well, should we jump in? How old is your? She's in her. She's well. She's technically my half sister, but Mm -hmm. she's in her forties. She's in her forties. Early forties. Yeah. So she's about my age. What was her name? Beth. 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 Faraday. Faraday. Oh, okay. So same last name. Yeah. Okay. What fun! (laughs) This is like that show on PBS where Paul Uh, Rudd talks about being. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of people who. Beth's who I knew. I knew one, but it wasn't her last name wasn't Parody. Then probably not so, her. 
Probably not. It's a shame. No. <laughs> But I don't know. Anyhow, strange. Opportunity missed. Well, I mean, she's about my age. If she's in her early 30s, she's about my age. Yeah. She may have been at the high school at the same time as I was. Because there there weren't two high schools at the time. There was just the one. And a lot of the people who were there, I knew either because they were my cohort or my father knew them. So on and so forth. So, of course, his classes were much larger than than just the people I knew. But you get the point. (laughs) It was a small. It was a small school. I knew a lot of people. Yeah. It's it's you know. There's a very good chance that I actually know who your sister is. Yeah. Well, well everyone does now. Maybe maybe yeah. maybe you'll meet one day. Who knows? Wow. But uh, time will tell. Time yeah, will we'll, tell. We'll see. Well, should we jump in? Yes. After that little intro. No more. No more discussion of breakfast foods. Please, no. I, you want to discuss some more grains? I, I don't need breakfast, and I feel left out. And no grains because it's Passover. Oh, that's fair. Okay, well, well, we can jump in. So I mean, what do you eat for Passover? Nothing. Monster. Marshmallows? Yeah. Pa- gefilte fish? Yeah. Literally, Marshmallows and gefilte, that's, that's a meal. And matcha. My you sister, could... just yesterday at Cup of Joe, Gemma and I were at Cup of Joe yesterday before the movie, uh-huh. and she was so hungry because she forgot to bring her lunch, but obviously, if it's Passover and you're kosher, you can't just go out and get anything. Right. So we were at Harris Teeter where I got the marshmallows, and Gemma got three jars of gefilte fish, and she sat outside <laughs> cup of Joe and ate Eating a whole... jars of gefilte fish. She ate fish. a whole jar of gefilte fish. I mean, first of all, gefilte awesome. fish is disgusting. She Wait, loves it. You? Some people really? love it. It's not, a lot of people love it. Brayden, it's sewn together with memories, of, I don't know, of generations past. Yeah, you, I don't you, like you, it. You, yeah, it's exactly. creepy you to look it, at. You eat it because of nostalgia. I can't imagine people eat it for the flavor. Eat like a jar of gef- Manischewitz and gefilte fish and go, mmm, so good. Well, the options are limited. Yeah, I know. So Go get Lockheed somewhere. Those, you can't. You can't have those Can for Passover? Just, let's just keep going. We'll, 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 end, we'll end it there. <laughs> And uh, we'll get into our... Oh, my God. You want to hear another thing that happened to Cup of Joe, though? You want Beth Cooper's <laughs> sweater? Sorry. Joe Van Gogh. Joe Van Gogh, yeah. Don't tell people that I told you that. Oh, anyway. That <laughs> what? Any... Nothing. <laughs> anyway. No, but it is about him. It's fitting because he's coming on next week, he told me. Hopefully. Yeah, that's right. Hopefully. Well, yeah. no, he seems somewhat excited about it. He was... He was, he was... He's telling he seemed, everyone. Well, he seemed okay. put out by the fact that we pegged him as a Wes Anderson fan. Why else would you just want to... Whatever. He said he wanted to come up, yeah. Riley. Yeah. I have dogs. So it's very we, specific. We, I mean, um, it's not a big leap in logic to think, oh, no. he wants to come in for the Isle of Dogs fan. He must be a Wes Anderson fan. Yeah. yeah. And then he said, oh, you said I was a Wes Anderson fan on the podcast. I does he even you know. listen to it? Yeah, he does, I, I guess. Does he, does. he really? I think yeah. he, does, he does occasionally. Oh, no wonder he thinks I'm a nut job. Well, go on, Chloe. Disclaimer. Well, no, I don't want to tell this. Okay. No, it's <laughs> fine. It. Tell, tell the story. It's really embarrassing. Okay. Embarrassing so, to whom? Me. You? Okay. That's <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much. You're so welcome. we were at, okay, so my best friend Connor, who you've both met. Yeah. Yes. Henry knows relatively well. Mm. He just got a new puppy, and it's the cutest thing in the whole world. Well, his mom got it. Okay. It's super cute. Like, fits in your hand. It's Pitbull. Doesn't matter, I guess. But anyway, but his name is Cooper. And my mom was on the phone with Connor's mom because they're, like, best friends as well. And she was like, like, Chloe, what's the good? Because they were talking about me. 
And she's like, yeah, Chloe really wants to come over, whatever. And then so loud, because my mom's one of those people who talks on the phone super loud for some reason. Like, they can, they just, like, you have to yell so they can actually Mary, Mary is like physically that. hear talk you. To her sister, and it's just like, <laughs> it I don't, don't want to hear your conversation, so and yet, yet somehow I feel like I'm part of it. Yeah, it's so loud, because they think it's necessary. So it's super loud in front of, jo- like, we're at Joe Van Gogh, right? Yeah. She goes... Chloe, she's so in love with Cooper. And I said, oh, Jesus Christ. And everybody turned around. I said, perfect. This is just what we need. Mm. I love how we're just outing everybody. Well, I am in love with Cooper the dog. He's very cute. That's cool. He's so cute. Is I'm that done my, now. Is that Chloe? <laughs> yeah. oh, that, that was a good moment. Anyway. <laughs> that happens all the time. People just always go, Chloe, is that? Because everyone still thinks i'm podcaster, like podcaster you know no people think i'm still five it's just because i've lived here my whole life hashtag podcast life yeah, yeah. <laughs> well cool so all right well i guess i don't know how many times <laughs> i've actually said this now <laughs> we can actually finally get into our re- review of... i wanted to talk about oatmeal some more <laughs> we can talk about that later in the picks of the week if you want so <laughs> oatmeal we... is the pick of the week yeah irish oatmeal perfect so we can <laughs> Ready Player One, that's what we're going to talk about now. So take a listen to a clip. This is the Oasis. It's a place where the limits of reality are your own imagination. People come to the Oasis for all the things they can do, but they stay because of all the things they can be. I'm here talking to all of you now because our future is being threatened. I just came here to escape, but I found something much bigger than myself. I found my friends. I found love. And now, people have lost their lives. No, 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 no. This is war. We're in control of the future. Find him. Welcome to the Rebellion, Wade. So, we're back. So, Already Player One is directed by Steven Spielberg. Stars Ty Sheridan, Olivia Cook, Ben Mendelsohn, TJ Miller, Simon Pegg, Mark Rylance. Yeah, who was Mark Rylance? He's the creator of Oasis. You know, he's the... the yeah, he's... Uh... Shook! Shook! Are you joking? No. For real? Yeah. yeah. Could you guys tell when you were watching yeah. it? Yeah. No. James, what was the guy's name? James. Uh, no. Ha- Hall- James. Halliday. James Halliday. Are you yeah. for yeah, that was Mark joking me? No. no. I had like face blindness for him or something. That's crazy. Well, it's the hair throws you off a bit. Yeah, because he's bald but, right Yeah. Now. Oh, man. Well, he's got the crazy Christopher Lloyd type hair. Yeah, but you know, usually. Which is, looks like, very much like my father's. <laughs> Yeah, usually that's my only skill in life is, well, two. One is I Looking always... Looking like Christopher Lloyd from Back to the Future? Yes. Okay. No, but you know, I'm good with, like, faces and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Shook! I had no clue. Huh. <sighs> Keep going. And the plot synopsis <laughs> is... I'm sorry. So, the synopsis is, when the creator of a virtual reality world called the Oasis dies, he releases a video in which... He challenges all Oasis users to find his Easter egg, which will give the finder his fortune. So. That's a weird synopsis. It's a little off, but it's not the worst one we've had. So. 
<laughs> film synopses are just terrible. Usually. Trailers are just terrible. The whole thing, how films are marketed is just garbage. Just but the problem bother. is, uh, the problem is they have to do that. Otherwise, people don't go to, oh, that's really what the film is about. That's boring as hell. I'm not going to bother with that. But, I mean, I don't know. What can you do, Brayden? What are you going to do? So, what did, uh, what did we all think of Ready Player One? It's got a lot of CG. There you go. Here's my opinion. Really? You didn't like it? I don't know. I was thinking about this the other day, and I constantly talk about how much I love Stranger Things and various other shows that are sort of nostalgia, nostalgia. Throwback, throwback, right? Uh-huh. But I like them because they are reminiscent of, they're evocative of it, right? Right. Rather than just being a blatant beat you over the head. Right. But see, reference, that's how the book was, reference to these things. Well, that's the thing is if this guy wrote this book and yeah. that's what the book is yeah. and he actually got a book deal with that. Yeah. It's fucking garbage. He's done lots of stuff with it's that. It's garbage. How is he writing this shit? I don't know. I haven't even read the book and I can tell you I'd read it and go, this is garbage. I did. I read it and went, this is garbage, but mostly because it's very misogynistic. Yeah. Book. Well, that's, that's a whole other thing. This was the movie was about it eighty times better. I was very yeah. pleased, and then I saw that he co-wrote the screenplay. Yeah. I said, "Oh my God, somebody must have sent you to therapy." Yeah. I said, "I knew Steven Spielberg would not put up with that." Yeah, yeah. he's a good. Steven Spielberg made him go to the uh, because gender dang. and culture sensitivity. Awareness. He basically made him get through puberty because, dang, that book. Well, no. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing is I read this book and it's like somebody who's stuck at fourteen years old. Yeah. Or, or not the book, but the sorry, movie, you watch the film. The, can... the pop culture stuff, I, I mean, while it's, I don't know if it's like a callback, but what I like. It's, sorry, no, go ahead. I, I just. He's disagreeing no, no, no. with his hands. No, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with my hands. He's there's just a whole other. with his hands. There's a whole other, yeah, I'm emoting with my hands. There's a whole other <laughs> level of shit. Not just the okay. pop culture references, but a whole other level of shit. Is but I'll get to that. Ring? I'm sorry. Oh, my phone. I didn't ring. mean to. You take, take a call. Whoops. You can go for it. I didn't mean to, to break in there, Henry, though. I'm sorry. You're fine. Please, uh, go ahead. He doesn't usually call me, so I thought it might be. But what I thought, or what I liked about it, is it just felt more, not really like, like a callback, but just like an earnest kind of fondness for so, all these things. Like, it just was, and it played in a much more, which I one of the things I love about Spielberg, <clears throat> is it just, everything felt so kind of playful and clever, and while, sure, there's some, like huge iconic images and it. it didn't feel like it was to me it wasn't eye rolling it was just oh yeah like i remember how much i i love that one or it wouldn't be cool if there are all these different characters from these different movies and video games are all together so avengers well, age of ultron hmm? it was a little joke nobody liked it keep okay. going <laughs> well i mean okay all the pop culture references that's one thing um, some of them I actually thought were kind of, kind of clever and fun. I thought most of them were just sort of blunt rather than being subtle. It was just sort of a smash you in the face. Well, I don't think they're subtle. I just think it's kind of a playful injection of these things that so many people love. Well, I liked, I liked what he did with the shining thing. Mm-hmm. That was I not thought, in the book. All the more they pointed to the fact that the book is garbage. Yeah, it is garbage. <laughs> I'm sorry, but The Shining was, I think, by and large, one of the most interesting, best dope. uses of uh, of pop culture references within the film and placing them within that context and cool. just how it was shot and everything. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, 
But, I mean, most of the pop culture references, you go, oh, it's the Back to the Future car. Oh, they're playing asteroids. I've oh, mentioned it's, this before. It's the Iron Giant. Oh, it's a Star Wars, you know. Okay, I get it. It's cute. Let's make tons and tons of references to, you know, a bunch of shit from the 80s, right? What bothered me most, and this is when I went bananas earlier and interrupted you, and I apologize for that. With his hands. But (laughs) the plot in and of itself, and this isn't Spielberg, I think this is straight from the book. The plot itself is so boring. It's not ideal. It's boring. It's the whole bloody thing is just <laughs> shit that people have already done, and all That's the true. all that Ernest Klein did is cobble together a bunch of shit that fanboys have been doing over the last couple of decades. Yeah, That's it, true. and then he just dropped in a whole shitload of of pop culture references, and it's just boring AF. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Yes. It's fucking garbage. I thought, oh, maybe Ernest Klein. Everybody's talking about these, and maybe I'll maybe I'll read one of his books, and then I see this movie, and I just go, absolutely not, no. It's huh. a waste of my goddamn Well, if time. you think that about the movie, you would certainly dislike the book. Well, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, the movie really didn't do that much for me for any number of reasons. Uh, I thought it was kind of cute and fun, but honestly, I watched it and I was just... I kind of went, okay, I get it. You know, 80s movies, we, this is fun, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, so, well, I'll say, I mean, I really like the movie. I mean, I'm Spielberg is my favorite director, I think, and so, I mean, I'm, of course, at times, a little more... Inclined. Well, inclined to, yeah, thank you, Chloe. Inclined to like his style or accept his style. But I mean, for me, I just like being in that world. And again, I mean, I say this all the time, but plot for me mostly, especially in a blockbuster, just so kind of irrelevant that I just don't pay much attention to it. And I'll agree, there are parts where the plot gets a little too front and center where I did do agree it kind of dragged. But for the most part, I loved the look of Oasis. I loved. The, the Oasis. Yeah. Midnight at the Oasis. <laughs> it's an acronym, but I can't remember what it stands for because I'm not a total freak. Me but but mm. I, I mean, I, I love the action, <laughs> like especially the races at the beginning. I love them. I, and again, I, Edgar Wright, the director, said that he was kind of like the master of kind of blocking how action scenes are done, which at times I'll agree with because even though there's so much going on, I was still able to follow everything. And it, like, can you imagine if Michael Bay had directed this would have been a complete disaster, <laughs> you know? And, but for me, everything felt much more like, again, like an homage and just a showing a fondness for all these different creations and movies and TV and everything. And I mean, I love the look of the two main avatar characters. Mm-hmm. Like I love the look of, it was Artemis, Artemis and then Artemis and Parzival. Yeah, love the look of them. I I love. I think all the characters were interesting, and I think the Ty Sheridan and Olivia S- Cook. Olivia Cook had great chemistry. I like their kind of back and forth. Um, I liked. I, I I again just kind of liked the look of things. I liked. I thought it was just a fun, weird time. Hmm. Like it was, and it wasn't. T.J. Miller. T.J. Miller was, <laughs> was I think my least favorite part. Oh, that's who was the voice yeah. of uh, I Rock. Okay, yeah. I was trying to figure out who the hell. If there's one no- really noticeable thing that I didn't like, it was probably him. Mm. But I mean, for me, I it's I'll say it's it's a little at times too plot heavy, a little long. But I just love being in the world. I like the idea of this creator, kind of like Steve Jobs esque, who just wants people to play something he created. Mm-hmm. So I really liked it. 
It was, they were based loosely on Steve Wozniak and. Yeah, that's, I mean, I figured, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I love just being in these weird video game-esque places and it was all just, people could do whatever they wanted and it was just interesting. So I, I really enjoyed it, so. Even though I agree, it's not perfect. No, we're just silencing Henry. I mean, uh, Spielberg. <laughs> Spielberg is is a good director, and I mean, there's no question as to the quality of his direction with the film. I think just the source material is just so lacking in terms of any kind of ingenuity or originality that the film suffers as a consequence <clears throat> of being based on such a utter. I mean, I haven't read it, and I'll just tell you, I can probably just straight up. It's a piece, it's a piece of garbage. It's just it piece is of pop culture garbage. <laughs> That's fair. Not great. <laughs> and unfortunately, I think the film, despite being made by one of the preeminent directors of, 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 of all time, late 20th, early 21st century, it's just the film just suffers as a consequence of being based around this. Now, that being said, he loved it. No, <laughs> the pop culture references I just found to be bland. Oh, look, it's a Gundam. Oh, look, it's the Iron oh, Giant, I, I, right? I, I, I That's a Gundam. The only, it's the, the, it's the big uh, robot at the end of see, it. I, and, you I know, Daito, the, the, oh, the, the young I, Japanese fellow, comes, right. flies out of it and turns into a big robot. Oh, that's, I didn't know. that's a Gundam. Right, I would say, when I was a kid, I played with Gundam endlessly, and I had completely, like, kind of forgotten that whole part. I loved that. I thought Gundam. it was going to be Reptar. Well, the, the, <laughs> you, you just kind of... Uh, Mechagodzilla, not yeah. Reptar, but Mechagodzilla, right? Uh. Yeah. And you have the Bigfoot truck at the beginning of it, and the DeLorean from Back to the Future, and you—the whole point Brandon. to it is, well, the whole point to it is, you watch and you go, "Oh, that's a reference I get. Oh, that's a reference I get. Oh, that's a reference." But that's all it is. Is it's just like, oh, look at the DeLorean. Brayden, let look me the, tell you, there's not really any interaction. <laughs> well, that's my point. There's no. not, there's not really any interaction with any I of these things. Story. It's just sort of. They're just sort of there. The only, the again, the only, the only clever use of any of these things really is the shining, and how the shining's put in there, and he sort it was of dope. tweaks the shining. Well, that was and, kind and, of in the books. I mean, the shining wasn't in the books, but there was this thing where like you had to be a character and you had to say all the lines on time and blah blah blah. The whole mm-hmm. co- the whole quest thing was understood, you know, expectedly a lot more complicated. Well, what's your story, Chloe? So I've told this before, but I know he won't remember. Okay. <laughs> And it's very relevant. Okay, so Ernest Klein came to... So we had to read Ready Player One for my first year at school, like Mm -hmm. at college. And he came to my school, and I didn't go because I hated this stupid book, and he was a misogynist and whatever, right? Mm -hmm. But I was at the library really late, and it's the same parking lot, I guess. And I almost got hit by a car, and I said, "Oh my god!" Like I was so mad, and I was like, "Oh my oh. god!" I almost just got hit by a DeLorean. That's was dope. It and it was Klein him. And his little DeLorean. He, yeah. yeah. So that was kind of neat. He 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 he. He almost hit me. He, I, I should have fallen over. Yeah. And I should have said, "Oh no." I, he somebody who got paid <laughs> too much money for being a <clears throat> geeky fanboy. Yeah, I could have taken it. True. You should have. <laughs> but um, I mean, with the in terms of the. Pop culture being blunt, I, I mean, it, it is, but, like, it, it was just together with enough kind of other el- fun elements that I was just like, oh, yeah, like, what if it would be so cool if there was uh, the T-Rex from Jurassic Park and then there's the DeLorean at the same time and then there's all these other things while it's being driven by the uh, Mac 5 car from Speed Racer and just stuff like what? that. Was just... <laughs> I'm so out of all of it. I don't know. None of it. Yeah, and so it's just like, to me, it was just, uh, I usually don't like uh, kind of a mishmash, but it, I mean, that's not true, but I did I like. I was about to say. 
Henry loves a mishmash. Yeah, that's true. I just, I don't know, I enjoyed being in the world, despite it being blunt at times and being having a very standard layout. It was just, it was cool to see all these different things together in a mm. kind of playful way. So, well, Chloe, what did you think? You haven't given your thoughts. Well, I liked it. <laughs> really? It was a, okay, so my standards were obviously like very low, and I was like, oh no. <clears throat> right? Because of the book. Because you dislike the book so much. It right? was just, oh my God, the character. I mean, it still doesn't pass the Bechdel test, TBH, mm-hmm. but. I don't um, even fully understand how the Bechdel test works. I should take that myself one of these days. Just no, it's see. not a real test. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I like, thought there were like, actually criteria that some yeah, sort, there of, is. sort of rubric. There is, but it's not a test you can take. Okay. Uh, but it sounds highly subjective. It's then. basically well. It's also not that well. I just used it because the you know kind of like it's a turn of known. phrase now. Yeah, but it's not the most. <clears throat> there's been a lot of stuff about all that okay. stuff. Right. But anyway, basically, you have to have multiple female characters discussing things other than men for a period of time. Compared to the length of the media in yeah. total, whatever, yeah. right? Which this doesn't do, obviously. No. So, um, yeah, can't talk about boys because it doesn't count, which is fair enough. <laughs> but anyway, but it's miles better. The Artemis was hardly. I can't stress enough how underdeveloped the character of Artemis was in the books. She was just there as like. Love interest. Think about not even. Not, not even? even. Really? It was not even. I don't know. I literally can't phrase this. Like a pe- like it's gross. Like a piece of meat. Mm-hmm. Something. Not even. Not even. I don't know. And he kind of like stalked a plot her. Device. No, like no. a fantasy. Like mm-hmm. the author's kind of fantasy. Mm-hmm. Creep. Kind of creepy. You mm-hmm. know. Not like she wasn't a character. Shame on you, Ernest. Honestly, it was not. I can't. Obviously, I can't stress enough. Or but yeah, she was my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, she was dope in the movie. And I love her look. Like of the Avatar is awesome. Like I said. Yeah, not what I pictured, but that's um, the point. I think you know. I mean, in a way, not how well. Anyways, not how I pictured it. It wasn't how go it was on. described in the. But anyway, in the okay, like in the book, he's self-described as like ugly and blah blah blah, which obviously you know distinguishes many problems with the character, and furthermore, <clears> the author because obviously. You're going to identify with the main character, especially if... Anyway, blah, blah, blah. And then she is, like, her avatar... And his avatar is, like, attractive. And she... Her avatar is, like, beautiful, whatever. Turns out that she is beautiful and perfect in real life, and he's not. And also, he's doctor, and he thought they were dating when they weren't, and, like, all kinds of weird stuff. And then huh. they get together, and they're in love, but, like, barely. Like, they've met, like, once, and they've talked, like, once. Hmm. It's very odd, like I said. Right. Not good. But in this, obviously, she was a rounded, good, strong character. And they had a lot of stuff. They added so much stuff to the movie that wasn't in the books that's, like, for better. Like, you thought the plot in this was weak? Oof. Yeah. Well, Oof. I, I think I think that's, that's the issue, is the source material it was based on. Yeah. And obviously, you could tell where Spielberg sort of cut corners in order to condense yeah, it in, yeah. into a film format. but Which mostly worked fine. Like, the quest was a lot smaller. But, I mean, if block. the plot for this was still better than the plot in the book, yeah, that just points to how and awful she, this she, book was. She, she basically wasn't a character at all. Like, a lot of the cool stuff you see her do in the I mean, movie, H, she did. 
Is H a character? Is H yeah, at all well rounded the... and interesting in the in the novel? No. No? None of them is. Except maybe him. Hmm. That's kind of weak sauce. But yeah, I mean I I, I like the, sauce, yes. the uh friend of Wade. Uh-huh. Uh and then the kind of twist with that at the end. Yeah, or H. not at the well, end. Well, I mean that but that points H. to Yeah, that points to one of the old sort of uh things. Memes. <laughs> Memes to use the internet term, no. uh, of playing these games is oh really, and, and they bring it up in the movie. It's gender, yeah, they do fluidity type stuff. Yeah, the whole point is when you're in the oasis, you can be exactly who you want to be. Yeah, or be someone for a while, a certain person for a little. Well, while. it's not. What I mean, is... the thing, the thing about it is, you don't even have to be. That's not even who you want to be. But I'm pretty sure Wade in the book was younger, like he was still in school and stuff. In the Oasis, in the books, the one thing I did like about the books as opposed to, the, to this, that the Oasis, they also, like, had to go to school in the Oasis and stuff because their resources in real life were so minimal. Mm-hmm. They, like, had to go to school in the Oasis. Like, oh, it was yeah. it was more than just... Because in the movie, they're like, well, it can either be, like, a total vacation escape or <laughs> you can, like, make friends, whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. But in the, in the books, it's, a, like, a vital part. Like, it's an actual part of existence. Right. As opposed to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which I did prefer because it's more interesting and more. But you notice how there were all those sm- little smart cars. All the police cars were leaves. Pretty cute. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, I, you know, it just, again, like, the plot wasn't really an issue just because I, I liked I liked the characters. I, I, liked Mark, I liked the characters as well. I liked Mark Rylance a lot. And visually, it was good enough, like I, like I said. And I don't know, it was... Simon Pegg was really it for me. I said, oh, Simon Pegg's in it? I'm going to love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Simon Pegg. Yeah. He's so <laughs> Best oh dude God. ever. I just love him to pieces. <laughs> also, this is not vital at all to the actual movie, but the prosthetics were crazy good. You hmm. mean like... The old people look... Mark Rylance's hair and crazy... I was thinking about um, Simon, Simon Pegg, Pegg's actually. Simon right at the be- end of the film. Yeah, I said, yeah. oh my God. That is crazy. Is prosthetics that, have come a long way. Did you, didn't you see Darkest Hour? Daddy Peg? Yeah. I mean, what they did to, to Gary Oldman That's true. in that was remarkable. They they won the Oscar for that, right? They did. For yep. makeup? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, prosthetics, awesome stuff. Go get yourself some. I guess. <laughs> if you want. <laughs> Go get some. Get that and some oatmeal. Oh, Target. But, but prosthetics and oatmeal. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> that should be the new name of the podcast. Prosthetics and oatmeal. I'd listen to that if I didn't know what a play. Like, exactly. You, know? you dress kind of like Wade. Or not Wade, I guess, but Percival. No? Parzival. Parzival, sorry. Wait, is, wait, Parzival is Simon Pegg? No. No, it was Wade. Oh. That was Wade's Ty avatar Sheridan. in Oasis. Oh. Right? Yeah. You mm-hmm. see it. Rain doesn't want to say anything, but he sees it. <laughs> you can say it. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's funny. That's cool. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I also, I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't, it was playful. It was refreshing. It, it's not. It was a happy movie with yeah. some deep messages. And again, I just liked Spielberg's kind of playful direction, just even just in like kind of tiny moments. And it was just, yeah. And I liked the, I, this kind of three key or three treasure challenge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it was just so. It's called a quest, Henry. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Thank you, but yeah, and and so I mean, I it was it was fun, yeah, and I, I liked, uh, I mean, for the most part, all the action was pretty interesting, especially in the first act. 
Like in the first act, I was like, oh man, I'm going five out of five on this thing. I'm loving it. But it was the longest third act I've ever seen in a movie in my life. I, yeah, that's why I will say the third the act. Longest thing. Did feel quite extended. So I will. Uh, the big battle scene at the just, end? Just, whole, just, the, just the third act in general. It just felt like when the battle was over, it felt like, oh, well, okay, I mean, we're it wrapping was just up. All, then... You know, oh, now they're chasing and having gunfights in the real world. Now everybody's running around and having giant robot fights in the virtual world. I really and, was you know. pretty in, honestly. Yeah. I liked it quite yeah. a bit for. Yeah, I mean, it was. For what it was. It was, kinda, it was I went, oh, it's a big, it's a big CG fight. Shrug. If you haven't seen those before, shrug. You know. <laughs> yeah. This one just My happened to have Mechagodzilla asleep. and Gundam, but otherwise it was, was kind gonna... of like, oh, look, it's Mechagodzilla and Gundam. I know what those are. Shrug. I think Gemma and I were the only girls in the theater. Really? Yeah. Well, what does that tell you? It was like all teenage there's, boys. There's a lot of girls in my theater. Really? That's yeah. why. Yeah, but was... there were actually some young women in my in the theater when I went. Yeah, it, was... it was like just us. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was kind of weird. Where'd you see it? But... So much thought. <laughs> well, that, uh, that's it right there. It's nobody Tuesdays. can afford the freaking tickets. It was eight dollar Tuesdays, it. not to uh, Tuesdays. promote. Yeah. <laughs> but no, my dad kept falling asleep, and he's so funny. He doesn't really, he doesn't usually go to movie theaters or anything. Also, hello, because you know he listen. He's the an avid listener. <laughs> but anyway, is but, he? Are you being facetious? Have you met my dad? My parents are like obsessed with me. Only very briefly once. He knew who I'm I am. He's a very nice guy. He's all the time, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> but he kept falling asleep because he's not used to that kind of environment and stuff. And every time I tried to, every time I woke him up, he just he went, what? <laughs> <laughs> just like, like he's as long like, as he wasn't he snoring, was, let the no, man no, sleep. No, but he was like obviously asleep, right? They so wake up like, he's like, what? Like a six-year-old, you know, who kind of was <laughs> like, yeah. I'm not tired. <laughs> it was so funny. Mm. But yeah, no, I don't know. It was pretty and, good. And, yeah, and also I, I like Ty Sheridan. Also, I like some of that. Yeah, yeah, I did. And Olivia I Cook, I love I Olivia Cook. Yeah, she's awesome. But think, that's one good thing about um, Spielberg is he can, new peeps. He can. He has such a good eye for casting yeah. young, no name actors. Well, like, Ty Sheridan has a name, but no, no. I mean, like Olivia Cook, uh, also famous. I wouldn't say famous, but she's, she's Olivia known. Cook. She was me and Roll in the Dying Girl, and she's yeah, just in Bates Thoroughbreds. Didn't see that. She was in Thoroughbreds. She's been in loads of things. Oh, she yeah. usually plays someone who's very sickly. I think it's because of her she big was, eyes and had, olive yeah. skin. Okay, well, fine. I haven't seen like any of those. She yeah. played a sociopath in Thoroughbreds, and she played the her love interest was a sociopath in Bates Motel, but it was but, not mutual. He was not into her. I mean, well, like a <sighs> she okay. his brother. What a mess! You know? uh, no, but I mean, like, what? Oh, I... And she's in. A, I'm so sorry. She's in a bunch of like scary movies and stuff for a while. Okay, she's well, British. Point taken. But like, uh, in the BFG, the young girl in that okay. the main girl, awesome. And you know, hadn't seen her before, and he just does that. Ty Sheridan's pretty famous, though. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, not him, but like a lot of times with his, his supporting cast. That little eleven year old, oh, so cute. <laughs> yeah, like him, like him, for example. He wasn't a very good actor, but he was really cute. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> But he has, he has a great eye, much better than a lot of other people for casting no name and mm-hmm. making them into stars. That's yeah. true. So. And Ty Sheridan really was a good Wade. I, I did like him. Yeah. A lot better than the book Wade, I can tell you that. Where's Ty Sheridan? What is he He's been in X-Men. He's been in... Uh, he's in, he in, he was in Mud. X-Men, he's young Cyclops. Oh, right. He was in Mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He's been in loads of stuff. He has a very distinctive face. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can tell he's in yeah. other things when he's and I, I like Ben, Mil- ben Mendelsohn. I love Ben Mendelsohn. He's, he's a good character. He's actor. always he a bad guy, bad but I'm all about him. Yeah. yeah. I'm Nolan Nolan Sargento, Sar- as my Sar- sister kept saying. Sargento. <laughs> like the cheese. Yeah. She kept saying No, it's a Sorrento, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Nolan Sorrento. He was he was good though. Yeah. Honest I mean, it's kind of a not a pleasant way to decide how good the film is, but just compared to the book, just mm-hmm. just so beyond mm-hmm. it's because you just think back to like even Nolan Sorrento, just all of them terrible in the book. Like nothing and this was much better. Oh, well, I mean, what does that tell you about the writing in the book? That if is the not film, great. It's written film, by the same person, I know. Yeah, but not by himself. That's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think he was a reverse ghostwriter? So, <laughs> they put his name on it. Yeah. For looks. Who's calling me now? Oh my god. <sighs> well. Yeah, but yeah, for me it was just kind of a refreshing change of pace a little bit. Not a not a cinematic universe. Nothing. It's just kind of a yeah. I'm guessing a one-off film for Spielberg. Maybe so. liked it more than Post. They set definitely. it up. You liked it more than Post. Yeah. Oh my much, god. Much, much oh my god. Oh. Henry and I were both asleep. Maybe maybe I'm just getting old and boring. No, I will say I I am gonna I will buy the Post again in 4K and I will serious. Yeah, it's Spielberg. I gotta support him. Yeah, but it's not good. The Post was not his best historical drama, but it's terrible. That wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. Oh my god, it was, it was good. so I thought boring. It was it's, it's there are definitely points that drag, but it's I not. also. It's not worst of the year, like... Yeah. I also dislike Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep. Okay. Well, I'm not a big fan of either one of them, but I thought they were passable in, yeah. in the post. So over-the-top and dramatic, and I'm over it. No, I didn't like it at all. Okay. All right, yeah. Well, but, I mean, I but I did just, in retrospect, like it much more than that. Although, I mean, I'll try it again at some point, but... Yeah, it's one of the more enjoyable times I've had a theater this year, so... He hasn't made one in this vein in a long time. Yeah, it's I feel his first like. kind of real blockbuster. Maybe in a while. War of the Worlds or something, or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't done a big budget blockbustery type thing. And I mean, I mean, he's mostly done the historical yeah. dramas. Yeah, and he had Adventures of Tintin <laughs> and then BFG, which I mean, neither are really blockbusters. No, neither of those were really blockbusters, but they were yeah, more sort of flight of fantasy kind yeah. of. Tintin Love. was. Yeah, Simon Pegg was in Tintin, right? Yeah, yes. he and Nick Frost were. Yeah, the guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guys, the, the dudes. You know, yeah. <laughs> were yeah, they so... were the Thompson twins or the two Inspector? Yeah, yeah, uh, the Scotland Yard twins. Inspectors. Two quirky guys. Yeah, the twins with the little funny mustache, the Charlie Chaplin mustaches, and the boulders <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, good choice there, but, as far as <laughs> love Spielberg. Yeah, uh, my so... sister kept leaning over saying, "Is that half us?" I said, "Yeah." <laughs> Is that, <laughs> is that shot of the dead? That's him. Uh, cool. Alright, well any anything else about Ready Player One? No. No. It was okay. It's Not okay. great. Not it great. just didn't make sense on a lot of levels. But it's fine. It looked cool. I liked uh, obviously I liked the um I don't remember what it was called, the library for lack of remembering what it's oh, actually yeah. called. Yeah, all that stuff I love, so cool. I was I was in for it. Overtime. 
Brayden just wants to watch The Shining now. Yeah, mostly. My sister I mean, that had was never, my well, takeaway from it. My sister's never seen it, and she said, what? Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's such a good movie. This? Well, we might for, uh... Come play with us. Wait, should I mention that now, or should I wait? Come play with the bonus us. show thing. Hmm? I don't know. Oh, it's your yeah, show. Yeah, it's your show. We mentioned it if you want. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it's just... Oh, yeah, so we got a good uh, question or uh, email from a listener about the whole uh, video game bonus show that we are going to try and do by the end of April, but instead of being at like a video game movie, quote unquote, it's going to might be the, some of the bigger references in ready player one, obviously we'll be a little late to the game and getting it out. But so I guess, and kind of having one or two from every kind of medium that it brings up. So the shining was one, uh, back to the future, teenage mutant Ninja turtles, and just, just so it, it's more than likely that's what we'll do. Just because I think mostly better films be more enjoyable for everyone, especially if since we've seen most of those already. So maybe we'll do that instead. Which I think I'm, I was already on board with when I read it. So thanks for the recommendation. Appreciate it. Personally, <laughs> I'd like to do Wes Anderson retro- retrospective, but that's just me. Since I would Dogs is coming out, and I'd I just be. like his movies. I would do Unlike it. Unlike Cooper, I'll go on the record and say I like Wes Anderson. I oh, I, I love Wes Anderson, so. But I feel like Chloe would be rolling her eyes, kind of. I live for rolling my eyes. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm here for it. All right. Well, yeah, so some, we'll, we'll figure out something. I feel like Wes Anderson, if we ever met, and he, I think he'd be able to acknowledge my disdain for most of his work, and then he'd, like, be really into it. Like, I feel yeah. like he would slow zoom on me, be like, hmm. I feel like. <laughs> right. But yeah, so, alright, so we're ready player one out of five. you want to start, Chloe, or should I go first? You can go first. Okay. I give it three, <laughs> and that's mostly because of The Shining, and I like the acting. <laughs> I like Olivia Cook. I mean, the CG, for the most part, is decent. I'm just so exhausted with CG that... I'm just, you know, I understand it's it's set in a virtual world and all that. I usually still... hate CG, but I actually enjoyed the use of CG in this. Well, Where I understand it's set in a virtual world, self-aware. so CG, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, it, it's intentional, the CG and the aesthetic of it, which I I, I won't detract too much from. It. It's just I'm just so burned out on CG at this point. Um, just why I prefer films that that tend to steer away from excessive use of CG now. Um. But the I just found the story kind of boring, the plot kind of boring. I thought the characters were moderately interesting, uh, and I really love the shining reference. And so three stars. That's you know. Chloe, what's it gonna be? Probably a four. I'll go four and a half. But I'm thinking hearts instead of stars. Four hearts. Yeah. All right, four and a half. But for like me. those ones, Four-leaf those ones on um... rainbows and horseshoes and. No. Four leaf Chloe's. I was... <laughs> I'm surprised there actually wasn't a Lucky Charms reference in there because they, they, they got the Doritos. There were they Doritos were... bags everywhere. Apparently... And not like the new Doritos, like the old school Doritos yeah. bags. Yeah. My dad said, oh, look at product placement. And he kept trying to point them out to me. I did not see one. Really? Yeah, weird, oh, it was right? Everywhere. Weird, right? He kept saying, there it is. And I couldn't see Mark, it. Mark Ryland's all over again, yeah. That's like flaws of people I like. <laughs> you can show me, I'm not going to see it. Right. All right, cool. <laughs> oh my God. Oh yeah, I, I loved him in this. I, love... I basically have his wardrobe as what I wear on a regular basis. That's fair. And I mean, not quite so bad, but like, 
I de- like I have. Th- well, I am wearing a Pizza Planet shirt right you now. You are. I have three pairs of those shoes he was wearing. That's awesome. Different colors, not the same. I'm not a cartoon character. <laughs> not, but you know what I mean. Yeah. The gazelles. I don't know if they call gazelles for boys. No one cares. But I love, I love that moment where he's like, "Thanks for playing my game." Yeah, that was that was, really that really was nice not moment. bad. Nice but moment. he does seem like a jerk. What holiday? Product, yeah. Product of genius. I us. don't think he's I'm a jerk. Team Frost, he's just, he's just awkward. I'm Team Morrow. Who? Yeah. Ogden Morrow. Simon Pegg's character. Oh, I'm, I'm the partner. Morrow. Well, he's he's a more of a people violence. person. That's yeah. the point is James Holiday is the, is the genius or the driving force, the brain behind the whole thing. But he's just so awkward. Yeah. And completely, I mean, that's why he constructed this whole world is because he can't relate to people in the real world. So he got to construct a world. In which he can relate to people, so he's trying, you know. He's trying, aren't we all? Yeah, but all right. Well, let's move on to a retro review of Brad Bird's The Iron Giant, and we have a clip. So take a listen. Oh my god, you did it! <laughs> Would you say grace, please? Oh my god. Um. Uh... Oh my god. We uh, thank you for the uh, food that mom has put in front of us. And stop! The, uh, the devil! From doing bad things. And, uh, get out of here! Uh, Satan. Go! Go, you soul! That we may live in peace. Amen. Amen. That was, hmm, really unusual, Hogarth. I forgot to wash my hands. Well, okay. I spend most of my time trying to encourage children, so it's... Yeah, I know, it comes across. I mean, Mary Mary does that to me sometimes, and I'm like, you're not toilet training me. I am a grown adult. You don't have to talk to me like I'm eight years old. I'll edit all this out. You won't, and you should stop saying it. Are you recording already? I just started out because okay. I, I was about to say, all right, so, and then Chloe said, whatever you just said. Great. <laughs> oh, the, the kid thing. So, <laughs> The Iron Giant was released in 1999, is directed by Brad Bird, and stars Jennifer Aniston, Harry Connick Jr., Vin Diesel, John Mahoney, Chloe Leachman. Right, M. Cool. Walsh. Uh, it seems like it's about it. But the plot synopsis is a young boy befriends a giant robot from outer space that a paranoid government agent wants to destroy. It's so, basically Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Not to bring up Stranger Things' latest, uh, mm-hmm. what's that word? Contro- no, what's that word? Scandal. What about Millie Bobby Brown sued. leaving? No, what? Millie Bobby? Yeah, is leaving. Yeah. Why? I don't know. That's that was a scuttlebutt. (laughs) I saw that. She's like the whole show. Right. Someone's claimed uh, stealing it. Yeah. He said. He said that the Duffer Brothers. He like pitched them an idea at a party, and they took it for themselves. And he wants everything burnt. (laughs) Literally, he's like, get rid of everything. So, I just feel like he didn't. This happens now like every three weeks. Right? Yeah. Well, claims. he didn't write it down and have it. He had a short film. 
I don't know what to tell you. I'm telling you what shape I read. Shape of water, you know. It's a real shape of water situation. <laughs> Here we go. But, all right. But, yeah, so this one is a bit of a, I guess it's considered to be a animated classic. It is a classic. And, Everybody loves it. Yeah. And so, I mean, I, I really like Brad Bird. I mean, Ratatouille is my favorite. And then probably. I do like Ratatouille a lot. Ratatouille then, is awesome. I don't like Ratatouille very much. Oh, I love it. That's probably one of my favorite Pixar movies. You're a fuddy-duddy. <laughs> A funny duddy. A total funny duddy. <laughs> I'm not. Rata, how could you not like Ratatouille? <laughs> I don't love it. Funny duddy. <laughs> Anyhow, what what do you all think of this? Is this a classic for you? I mean, aside from what you said, is it or is it? <laughs> it's, border, it's borderline classic. I don't think it's an automatic classic. It's not the cla- a classic the way the old Disney films are. But uh, that being said. Well, I, I, I think it's just not that it's still a relatively recent film, even though it's 99. It's almost it's I was what, 18 three years? years old. So, it's, yeah, it's about 18 mm-hmm. years, 19 years old at this point. Um, So I wouldn't say it's quite classic yet. It is up there in the pantheon of animated films, though. Um, Everybody loves it. I rewatched it again, and it starts off a little slow, but I, I think that's that's part of the fun of it, in a way, is, is mm-hmm. the, the story sort of builds, and you get to know the characters a little better. My dog's coming in. And, hi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I, I have to say this right now. Brayden said hi, and he went down like he was about to pet her, but he was chewing. <laughs> yeah. I'm not feeling well. I'm exhausted, yeah. and, I, and, and my, my girlfriend's cat has been harassing the shit out of me lately. <laughs> Just She's house sitting for What's somebody. The cat's name? She'll go away. Sammy. Oh. Oh, that was my mom's cat's name. Yeah. How fun. <laughs> I'm just I'm tired and exhausted and I don't have patience for I do. Come for here. Animals despite their their oh, let's, let's, let's let her lie and then she'll fine. Let yeah. sleeping dogs lie. Yeah. But uh But go on, Brain. No, I it's it was fun to watch and I really liked the end. Uh <laughs> yeah. No, it, not really because I, I, I thought the climax of the film was spectacular, and I thought it, it you know, it, again, this is sort of my geek out, but all the, the inter- international relations concepts that it introduces into the film, uh, particularly dealing with the Cold War, there's a lot of overlap with with Doctor Strangelove, which, unless you know oh, yeah, sort yeah. of what kind of themes that they're getting at, yeah. uh, the it's easy to miss those overlaps, but mm-hmm. yes, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of, you know, the questions about, uh, defensive buildup and spiral conflict and things like that, which I won't get into all that academic shit, which will bore people, <laughs> but, but the point is, um, the general at the end of the film voiced by John Mahoney, um, is faced with the question, you know, do I, do I take an aggressive posture and thereby, incite further violence or do i try to 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 pull back which will hopefully lead to a more uh peaceful solution to this whole thing and so i mean that's the whole point of the cold war right is mm-hmm. you know you've got these two superpowers nuclear armed superpowers who are taking who are posturing against one another and you know so it was interesting sort of an allegory for the cold war itself and for a lot of these questions about nuclear uh nuclear capabilities Threats. And, you know, uh, I'm only building up my nuclear arsenal in order to defensive posture and deterrent. And, yeah, but, I mean, it's still, the point is you can still use it as in a, as, a, as an offensive capability. Right. Anyhow, 
just a lot of geeky shit, personal geek out shit that I really enjoyed about it uh, at the end of the film. But but they presented, I, I thought they presented some really interesting, complex stuff in a way that kids could easily understand it. And doing that, I think, is just really remarkable. So anyhow, that was really cool. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Um, and it was just a lot of fun to watch and a little nostalgia thing for me. I remember, I forget the animation studio. Is it Rankin Bass? Who did that? Can't think of it. Right they now. did Anastasia. <laughs> Sounds like a really weird law firm, <laughs> right? No, but, no, they did. Um, they did Anastasia, and I'm trying to remember some of the other films that they did. Uh, Brandon's looking the, at the, me, the, but the I don't know. <laughs> Was it coming? Yeah, an American Tale. Oh, right? the mouse one. And, yeah, I never saw it. But I mean, I've never it, seen Anastasia either, except in the hospital. It's supposed to be pretty good. I never saw it, but it's supposed to be pretty good. It's on Broadway now, Sorry. so. So it's frozen. Yeah, that's true. Brutal. Brutal. Go. Go. Oh my god, my whole week just got so much better. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, 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 I like it a lot. It's not really, a, I guess, a classic or what. I mean, I, it's, I've only seen it a few times, I think. But I, in terms of Brad Bird, at least, it, it would be Ratatouille, uh, Incredibles, Ghost Protocol, then this. I mean, I still, I still really like all of those. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> no, in, in terms of what he's directed. No, I get it. I'm just never mind. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what are the what were those films again? We're in that. I'm sorry. So Ratatouille, is... Incredibles, yeah. mm-hmm. Ghost Protocol, Mission Impossible, right, and then this. And that then, is quite the. And then Tomorrowland. Would Thank be... you for acknowledging the obvious. <laughs> No, I'm saying in terms of his in ranking his films. No, we know. Oh my god, I quit. No, I I, I agree quit. with you. I I I really like Rose Protocol. I think it's really really spectacular film. Um, and then yeah, I mean this one, this one, yeah. Well, Tomorrowland was. I don't know what happened to that, yeah. but that was a mess. Yeah, you um, saw it? No. <laughs> I read a lot of that's that's the point is I read a lot of reviews and I said mm, wasn't Hugh Laurie was in it it's yeah it's not great but it's not terrible but mm. it's kind of a she really annoys me so much oh yeah so she has, she has the worst laugh of all time yeah have you heard have you heard it it was this the Robertson hmm? Britt Robertson she's the actress the yeah girl. I, I listened to really a, not a fan uh, a interview of her afterwards is oh hmm. sorry sorry rough. to say it but yeah it's rough rough mm. rough. But, I mean, I, I do really like it. Like you said, it's charming and it's fun and it, there are some very touching moments. So, it is just a really solid animated movie for Harry me. Connick Jr. Yep. I, I like... Can't go wrong. And one thing with Brad Bird, kind of like with Spielberg, is that uh, there's a lot of great visual comedy in it, which both I think both directors are very good at. And there's a lot of good sequences in this, like the dinner scene where he's saying mm-hmm. grace and all that and... Yeah, it's really enjoyable and entertaining, and so I can see why it's held in so high claim. So, what about you, Chloe? I concur. <laughs> Is this something you were like, went goo goo gaga for when you were a kid, or? Yeah, I really, really liked it. I didn't go goo goo gaga <laughs> as it were, but I did always really. It was probably because I didn't really grow up, like I've said, on animated movies like mm-hmm. that. But I always really liked the Iron Giant. Yeah. Just about some nice souls being nice to each other. You're, that's, you're, and overcoming not nice people. Your cup of tea, you know. It is my cup of tea, yes. <laughs> and I really like the animation. It's yeah, really, yeah, really I, do, pretty. I do too. 
Yeah. I do as well. And definitely still looks good today, mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not being salty because I said we should do Back to the Future and now we're all done talking about Iron Giant after two minutes, but... <laughs> well, I mean, it's hard, it's hard to really... <laughs> Oh, that Iron Giant, what an awful film. I mean, it's I it's one of those films that everybody, they watch it. I mean, the worst, honestly, the worst accusation I can level against it is it's a little slow at times. Yeah. But otherwise, I mean, that's the point is, is, is you can't really develop the characters and the relationships that they have. Even, you know, an hour and a half, it's still dragged a little bit. Not ghost story dragged, <laughs> but but it was it was a little slow in places. But I mean that's the point is it has to give space to the characters to do things and interact and so mm-hmm. to help with the character development. But I thought it it did a bunch of funny little things and some cute stuff, and I thought it was a lot of fun. <laughs> like when they hid the Iron Giant in the scrapyard, and I thought yeah, that was kind of cool. Cute. And when um, uh, what's his face, Man Manly Mansley, which that was an interesting name. Mm-hmm. Think of, think about his role in the film and the fact yeah. that he's called Mr. Man Manly, <laughs> yeah, something like or that. something like that, right? Yeah. So is he supposed to be an allegory for humanity? I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> to say, but um, I mean, honestly, that's the worst accusation I can level against it. But everybody, everybody I know who watches it, everybody says, loves the Iron Giant. It's it's a spectacular film, and they the, the voice acting's good. I like Harry Connick Jr. and Jennifer Aniston. And this, of course, launched Vin Diesel's illustrious career <laughs> a, uh, grunting and mumbling yes. in voiceovers, which he does now for Guardians of the Galaxies. Yeah. A lot of grunting and mumbling is Groot. I am Groot. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, your next career, Brayden. Yeah. I am Groot. I swear, Take you really could. Yeah. Not Vin Diesel, maybe, but, well, maybe, I don't well, know. When he, he's done, you know. He's he got to wrap up the... He's done. The we both have shaved heads. That's so, true. There you go. <laughs> What else do you need? What else do you need? <laughs> yeah, what well, I I would love to do Back to the Future for the show. I'm Fine. Sure. Yeah, I'm, I love Back to the Future. The so guy I'm... who played Hogarth had a major glow up. I don't know what he looked like when he was little. I picture him looking like Hogarth because he played him. But who's the actor that did the voice for Hogarth? His name's Eli something. Sorry for the noise. My dog's right under the recording table. Yes. If, if you hear anything, she says, "I'm bonk, sorry, bonk, they bonk. didn't do yeah. Back to the Future." <laughs> Guess what my pick of the week's gonna be? <laughs> yeah, it's it's, but it's yeah, it's a fun film. It's it's always a nice one to go back to, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially even just for nostalgia reason, reasons, it's it's a nice, uh, nice hour and a half, you know. That's my length for movies. If it gets much longer, I'm about done usually. I don't even know how long Ready Player One was. It was two twenty. Two twenty. Was yeah. it? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was a pretty good movie. I didn't feel it. <laughs> Yeah, for the Brayden most part. Brayden felt it. I felt it. I didn't feel the, it. The third act felt, I felt it, but other than that, I, I didn't I mean, get really bored, the, though. I never the, really uh, me, zoned me, out. Me neither, but I was like, all right, Stevie, let's wrap I this mean, up. I mean, I paid attention, but really the only place that I found myself absolutely engrossed in the whole thing, what was going on, was duh, the shining scene. <laughs> Not the racing? No. Oh, see, uh, I liked all the... Um... I mean, it starts off and I go, oh, look at DeLorean, and oh, it's the bike but, from Akira. No, and, then, and then they race, and I can't, you know... I couldn't understand a goddamn word of dialogue during the whole race sequence. Hmm. Which, I'm sorry. Huh? Hollywood needs to what? <laughs> fix much, that shit. There's not much dialogue in it. Is it? I mean, yeah. I, I didn't pay much attention. I was just like, Ooh. That's the point. Is there is, but you can't hear any of it. I don't think there is. Because all you hear is, vroom, 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 and then they say something here. 
I just I Hollywood like needs to stop screwing really nice up sound yeah. engineering and sound. It's awful. Huh. It's in, it's everywhere. It's endemic now. It's just they can't mix friggin' sound in Hollywood. Just give just it's give it awful. Just let Nolan do it every time. You know. Yeah. Well, they should. <laughs> they should. He's got it. I can actually hear the people. There was almost no dialogue in Dunkirk, but you know what? The dialogue there was, I could hear it. <laughs> I could understand what the actors were saying. You're right. I think it's worse on TV, though. Yeah. But, really? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, sure. film is the absolute worst. TV is definitely worse, but... Yeah. I don't I don't know about that, because, I mean, I watch I watch these big-budget films now with all the money they dump into, into the effects for these things. You would think that they could mix the sound in an adequate way, but no. No? You hear music <laughs> pounding and explosions and you robots stomping cool. around... <laughs> And you can't hear a goddamn word of the dialogue. And no. I think that it's probably because most script writers are fucking garbage these days. Oh, you think? I don't... Yeah. Hmm. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> and so They're they just mix the shit out of the sound so you can't hear the horrible, horrible dialogue. But, meh. Anyhow, that's the point is if there is dialogue, I at least want to hear it even if it's really bad. Oof. Anyhow, Braden's rant of the week. Yeah. Yay. Cool. Well, I should have a rant of the week as well. You're not ranty enough. You, you're too. You're too. Sure? You're too. You're too. Remember well, her, her uh, Golden Globe speech? Oh my God! Don't get me started. The annihilation speech. Ridiculous. He wasn't here for that. I know, but thank I wasn't God. Here for that. You're so lucky. I literally lost my mind. But I did stay up all night reading. She so. didn't like Annihilation? Or? No, no, I did. She, I no, just couldn't understand it. Oh, read. yeah. No, I, I liked it. See, that's the funny thing about it is I really like the film. And I kind of want to read the book series now. Yeah, they're interesting. I don't understand a goddamn thing that happened in that movie. Yeah. But that's okay. That's part of the fun of it is, is even if you don't know exactly what all happened, it, it makes for a good story. And I think that's the point. Is is You're supposed to be, because nobody in the film knows what's happening, you're supposed to be left puzzled. Yeah. Anyhow, I'm sorry. It's fine. I like Annihilation. I, I can absolutely... rant. Every... I can rant. No, I'm not. Th- I'm not saying that you can't rant. <laughs> I think everybody has the capacity to rant. <laughs> it just doesn't seem like the ranting is my thing. Oh, thank you so much, Braden. No, but you. That's you, the nicest you... thing anyone's ever said to well, me. Well, no, you always <laughs> seem. You always seem so, 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 sort of upbeat and positive. Yeah. You have the capacity to rant, but it doesn't seem like my a voice and inflection Chloe... are misleading. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there on the verge of a rant, 24-7, it's 365. True. I am Chloe, and I'm a rantaholic. Do I rant? No. No. Jeez, okay. no. That's, no. You're, you're, you're more of a voice of reason. You're some, ah, uh, yeah, that's, no. Definitely not. You're okay. not a ranter. All right. Brayden, you're kind of a ranter. I'm a ranter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can really go either. You never know what you're going to get. That's true. <laughs> okay. I'm like a wonder ball for those... Since we're doing nostalgia references, well said. Wonder Ball or Eight Ball? Wonder Ball. Magic, Magic Eight Ball. No, Wonder Ball. Wonder Ball. You don't know what Wonder Ball is? No. It's a chocolate sphere filled with goodies that are pop culture references, but Turn they stop making jelly them. Beans? No. Birdie, Birdie. Birdie Bots. Thank you for that, Birdie though, Bots. Steve. Oh. References. Yay. Yay. There's okay. a, a kid's. Well, no, go ahead. My kid, that, the little, little Timmy. <laughs> Little, t- yeah. little Tim. What is little it? Tim, Tim. Tiny Tim. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm a Tim, Jew. Tim. Tiny Tim. <laughs> we got there. Uh, yeah. Was it? Little Tim? Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. The little... 
like the little Tiny Tim. The Charles Dickens story. <laughs> yeah, Charles Christmas Dickens. Carol. That little thing. Tiny. Oh, bless us, everyone. Tiny. <laughs> Tiny Tim is uh is making a spider chair this week at Crazy Chairs. We've never had a spider before, and he is naming it Aragog. Well, he's not. He's naming it Aragorg, but like to be funny. But it's after Aragog from. Harry Potter. Okay. So that's so nice. <laughs> it made me really happy. Putting eight legs on it. Yeah, it has eight legs. It's huge. Like it's massive. Like creatures already pretty big. It's massive. Hmm. But and would you like to know his reason for making a spider? Do tell. Could be like, why are you making a spider, cute boy? And he said he's like, well, I'm scared of them. So <laughs> face your fears. Yeah. yeah. So that's a wise child. Yeah. He is. Isn't he? Yeah. He's Brayden. Precocious, very precocious child. He's 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 everything. He's like, gonna he's, become <laughs> the next Spider Man, the real life Spider Man. He could. He's perfect. I'm Spider Man. We were talking, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be famous." Swear to me. He's like, I just haven't decided for what though, but oh yeah, gosh. I think I'm gonna Get be famous. Get out of here. He's saying famous like his. No, I I could see it. I'm obsessed with him. I'm sure. I said, okay, child, I've figured it out. We're gonna have a beat where. Timothy Chalamet and I will play your parents in something. It'll be perfect. Interesting. Yep. All right. Can't do it in real life because that, that's too, too confusing. A little too legal issues. You know, yeah, exactly. Too much, too much politics in that. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> so all right. Well, out, of, out of five for the Iron Giant? 27,000. Everyone knows. Everyone loves the Iron Giant. Yeah. I'll go four it's and just a, half. a really pretty watercolor. Yeah. yeah. You know, that somebody gifts you just out of the blue. Just Bob to be Ross. nice. Bob Ross. No, not Bob Ross. Makes pretty trees. Bob, Ross doesn't, Bob Ross doesn't do watercolors. Whatever. I thought he did. Oh, that's right. He works with oil. Oil, because he right. does all the dabbing. Yeah, crap. okay. All right. No, I think water. Well, you can dab with watercolors. <laughs> not, might not look not good, really. but you can do it. You well, can. You can do any. I can physically eat an entire spoon. I'm not going to. <laughs> you should do that. <laughs> Right here on this podcast, yeah. Chloe's gonna eat a spoon. Ready? To them, I ate it. It's done. They don't it's know. Done. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> truth. No fake news. Side. No fake news here. No fake news here. Oh my god! Did you hear about Jenna Doan and Chang Tatum? Chloe, I was just about to bring that up. Why? Did <laughs> because you have to he, spoil he it? mentioned fake news in their thing, and he said fake news. What? I was gonna lay the groundwork. I don't know. I don't know this. So I was walking. Okay, so Braden five, out of five stars. Four and a half. Four. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's Me really too. good. Me too. So I was gonna just make it kind of a joke and say, well, there's some huge news out in Hollywood right now. Chang Tatum and her his uh, lovely wife have separated, and I'm sure. How's that a joke? Chanting all over your Tatum. Because I, I was, because <laughs> I was, I was saying I was gonna start like, have you heard the huge news that has shook the world? Mm-hmm. I was gonna. It was gonna be funny. Yeah. People are going to laugh right at home listening to this. But now it's... Now now it's celebrity right. breakups. <laughs> yeah. So, dun, dun, dun. Chloe, what are your thoughts on this? Are you going to try and put your name in? To Do you Channing? want to be chanting yeah. all over your Tatum? No, I don't. I like really? that you watch Saturday Night Live, though. Yeah. It's funny. It was. It was a Jimmy Kimmel show. Oh, crap. Darn. Embarrassing. Get your pop culture yeah, right? references right. Come on. No, I don't know. No. We're doing this game again? We're doing the Who's Chloe Thinks Cute game saying, again? I mean, he's... he's I just, think he's a little too old for Chloe. Thank you. No. <laughs> not my... I think he seems like a, such a nice person, though. He does. But I do not think he's cute in the least. Really? He also doesn't seem very smart. No offense, Jank Tatum. 
He's clearly smart enough because he's made a ridiculous career, which is awesome. But no. Not poor moi. Not, not book smart. He's got street smarts. Yeah. Who needs those? Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's... It's a shame, although it seems like it ended amicably. So. It does. They're good for you. They're cool. Didn't, didn't some other celebrity couple just break up recently? Jennifer as well? Aniston and Jason. No, what's his name? Justin Thoreau. Thoreau. Everyone's already forgotten him because now he's not with Jennifer anymore. So, <laughs> and then apparently, he's not like Justin Thoreau. Apparently, Justin Thoreau is now dating Emma Stone. Okay. Which that's, is that's, I don't believe for a, a second. Odd. They just they literally just sat next to each other at a fashion show, and everyone thinks they're in love. <laughs> There's Cara Delamine. Gossip guys, you know. Cara Delamine and Paris Jackson are a thing. That one's for real. Okay. And then <laughs> people say Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston are getting back together. I doubt that. People say that they got, that they separated. They're getting back together every week. Just people... go look at the damn National Enquirer at the grocery store. People it say they. Like... Well. Oh, ah. Careful. Ben, ben, what is it? Brad and Brangelina. 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 I can't. I can't keep track of these things anymore. I don't give a shit, anyways. It's all irrelevant. He doesn't care. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Colin Farrell's in rehab. By what? the way. Yeah. Poor guy. For, what? For a quote tune-up. <laughs> That's all right. Apparently, he's not drinking again. He's just in. Yeah. It's a checkup. He's just checking. Yeah. Yeah. Just ignore and she'll she'll go away. But uh, cool. Well. Good luck, Channing. I'm sure there's plenty of women out there who... Jenna Doon will be fine. She's fabulous. They'll both be fine. I'm sure. They're both fabulous. They seem both like lovely people. They do. I uh, still don't care. Yeah. (laughs) So, all right. Well, with that said, news is done. That's all. That's not all the news. You always say that there's no news. What else is there? I can't remember. I had something good and I forgot. I, I haven't been paying attention to anything. There's I've not been much. There is stuff. Too busy. Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. Yes, that movie, the the house with the clock in its walls. I know yeah. it's a kids movie. I don't give a hoot. It's, it looks dope. It's Jacob tre- Tremblay, so cute. And you know who it's directed by? Someone I hate. Oh God. Eli Roth. No! Eli Roth? Are you no! kidding me? Double check that, but I think it's. I'm pretty no! sure. No. Thank you. Are you sure? I could be wrong. Are you sure? I saw, I saw Eli Roth's no. name. That's very odd. That's no. quite a departure. It's a kids he's... movie. With well, Kate Blanchett and Jack Black and little I mean, Jacob David, Tremblay. David Lynch directed that film about the guy. It was a Disney film, actually. About the guy who yep. drives cross-country on a on a riding mower to visit his, Ill, his ailing oh, brother or something. Directed serious? by Eli Roth. Really? I'm the confirmed. That is all. Happy Passover, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure the least, be fine. I'm the least proud of Eli Roth. I'm sure it'll be fine. I mean, it's like, what, PG or He's PG-13? just gross. He's just a gross person. Yeah. <sighs> I won't argue with you on Dang that. It. I mean, his, his filmography is I like to date leaves. I like him in Inglorious Bastards. He lot, was so. just an actor in that. I liked him in it. Wait, is this? He's in Inglorious Bastards, but. Is he? Yeah, yeah. he's the. He's the with um, PJ Novak. The this is Eli Raw. This is a guy that directed Hostel. Hostel. Yeah, he's the baseball the the bear. Oh, guy, the, the, the yeah. baseball bat guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And he's. I mean, he's been in he pops in a lot of stuff, but. Well, color me disappointed. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. I think they didn't put it in the trailer on purpose. I think they left mm. it out. Mm. I can't believe it. I'm still in. Yeah. But I'm just now. I'm just upset about the purity of it's really gone. I think it looks looks fun. So. Eli Roth has tainted this film. 
as usual. It's got the taint of the taint of rock. Of rock, yes, exactly. <laughs> the taint of rock. <laughs> the taint of rock. <laughs> yeah. Man, for so, real. Sorry, Chloe. Yep. IMDb. It's still gonna be good. I'm sure it will. Be. The costumes are really good. So yeah, it looks it looks visually. I like the visuals a lot. So and little Jacob Tremblay is so cute. Oh God. He is. Everybody hates on Jacob Tremblay. How can you hate on? A, I don't know who he is. How can you hate on an eight-year-old? He's only from what room? Oh, that kid. He's teeny. Kid. Yeah. He's a child. <laughs> He's a child. Yeah. Peter's gonna hate Jacob. That's what I'm saying. You can't hate on a teeny teeny person. Fine. I'm not hating on. I could care less. Fair brains, enough. Brains, I mean, indi- brains indifferent to it. You know? Yeah, I mean, if he's in a film and he's good, then good. If he's in a film and he's bad, then get bent. I don't yeah. care. Why? Why? Why would I hate what? on somebody just because they're? Ooh, Jacob Tremblay. Ooh, I hate him. People do hate him. Why? He's teeny weeny. I don't know. Because he has. He's a young star. They're jealous. <laughs> like my mom used to tell me. <laughs> They're just jealous, Jacob. I would, I would agree. He's, I don't care. He's, he's a, a good huge, actor, regardless of his age. He's, he's a good a, actor. He's a huge, huge star now, so that's it. Tom Holland and uh, Daisy Ridley are in a movie together. It's weird. I, I think I heard that. Unless yeah. they're siblings. Don't, it's going to be weird if they're it. not siblings. But, okay. Well, with that done, I guess we can just move on. Also, Steven Spielberg wants to make Indiana Jones a woman. I saw that. That's dope. Yeah. What he said he he said he'd be fine <laughs> like with like the doctor female Indiana Jones. Well, I don't think Indiana Jones should be a woman. I mean, if Indiana Jones ended up having Indiana. a daughter named like Nebraska or something, <laughs> you spelled the exact same way. Arizona. But I mean, I mean that's that's why why, why I don't think leave Indiana Jones. Alone. Oh, I mean a female version. But yeah, if you had a female version of that, but I mean, isn't that the whole point to Lara Croft? Nobody knows. Who knows? I thought that was, but go figure. I don't know. Anyhow, <laughs> okay. Well, we can whatever uh, confusion, confusion. Uh, but I guess we can move on to if uh, let's uh, some mail. So the filmbuds podcast at gmail.com is the address that you can reach us. Hi, my sister sent a question. Okay. Well, we, we have a couple here. It's about 18 texts, actually, so we'll oh, get to it last. That's quite the lengthy question. <laughs> Look. That is... Good Lord, okay. <laughs> Tell your sister we only take questions in the form of tweets, and that'll yeah. keep, okay. her, keep her at words. Bay. Yeah. She has a tweeter. Hey, wait, so does it go up at all? Or no, because no? I said, wait, what? And then she had to redescribe because I didn't get it. Okay, well, my dog is staring at me right now as I'm reading this, but... <laughs> so this is from... Oh, and you can also reach us on Twitter and Facebook. Love to hear from anybody. Like, we get, have one from Chloe's sister, Gemma. Yeah, just text me. <laughs> via, via, yeah, via text. So, I'll just read it as is. So, also, how would you have enhanced the plot? I.e., it was a great movie. I really liked it, but it avoided any subtleties at all. Now, I'm saying, well, with all the references they dropped to 80s movies, I feel like the author binge-watched Psych had a bad dream and wrote this dystopia <laughs> classic hero's narrative. Dystopian. Uh capitalized it so sorry if this is scattered i'm in the middle of data analysis <laughs> makes me loopsie daisy <laughs> basically it was for a very surface level story unless i'm not clever enough to pick up on some serious nuance also hi Braden and henry and henry's dog <laughs> there you so, go she's so nice but well thank you Gemma. well i guess we, there's another one too well, this I guess one's we, better wait well, this I feel one. like we would have answered the 
the question in the Ready Player One review. Yeah, sorry, Gemma. Sorry. Unfortunately. Listen to ha, this Your one. question is voided. <laughs> Another listener question. Okay. Read that one. So that one was, I like this that one. That one was the, the startup. The, yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, what was what was the pith of her, her question there? How would we have, How made, would we have this, made it more this... of a nuanced, deeper story? That's a, that's a I would hell liked, of a conversation. I would have liked a parallel world fake references. Well, I mean, I, the way that I would have put it is is put the people, rather than just like, oh, let's do lots of goofy cultural references. Uh, again, I think what Spielberg <laughs> did with The Shining is spectacular. It's becoming not a real only, Blade Runner. <laughs> well, not only, not only, not only just drop lots of cultural references and have uh, like shitloads of... Um, sort of stayed old stale uh plot devices right oh it's a virtual world and somebody in the real world wants to take over the virtual world because i thought they integrated the worlds very well yeah i thought thought they did too really yeah Mm. i got some inception vibes okay sure but here we'll we'll... but i mean just just have the put (laughs) put them in scenarios where where their interaction is and their interaction with the references around them, the worlds that they that have been constructed, are a little more in depth, and it plays with the concept of memory and nostalgia. Nostalgia is one thing. Oh, I know, I know, Back to the Future. Okay, that's good. My favorite. But, but, but that's my point is, is when you're placed into that context and you have to change those things, and then that, how does that, how does that alter your perception? How does that alter your memory? Hmm. If you no longer, if it's no longer a this is how I remember it, and it's pristine in your memory, but you have to interact with it and alter the course of events within that. Could be interesting. Which, thinking about Back to the Future and the fact that he had to alter the course of events and just parent injury, that just works on so many levels. I am so, so meta. Levels. I love myself because I'm so meta. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but seriously. <laughs> um, <laughs> um yeah, it would be interesting to challenge the concept of nostalgia and memory by forcing these characters to interact with it in such a way that it changes, mm-hmm. it alters their memory of these things. Does sure. So that would be that would be more interesting. Even though they didn't actually have like, memories of it because they were just studying it. And that's yeah. but that's why I like The Shining so much. Mm-hmm. Is is at one point they 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 sort of this isn't The Shining anymore. How do we how do we cope with this? What is going on here? How do we deal with this? And I thought that was a little more. It went off in a little direction, yeah, a little did. different direction than, <laughs> a little than I was hoping. Yeah, little, 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 little Lutie Daisy, Daisy. <laughs> little Lutie to borrow well, from Gemma. Well, we actually. Oh my God, that's a good segue to the next question. Yeah, but I let's, don't. Her next I have question. no password. Another listener question: How do the men feel about your Chloe's idioms have permeated their vocabulary? I listened to the latest one, Leo Time. It was. I think that's I separate. Sorry. Sorry. Mostly, <laughs> mostly the part about the idioms. Idioms? I've taken over your vocabulary. Have you? Yeah. How do the men feel that your idioms have permeated their vocabulary? You're being Chloe. Men being you, in part. I, I didn't know good. you had taken over my vocabulary. Well, then I've really succeeded. Okay. It's it's subtle. It's not that subtle. It's pretty funny. Wait, so what's the... Oh, jeez, Louise. Something about idioms. How do I the men know. feel that... Chloe's idioms have permeated their vocabulary. Like woke? Yes. Well, I, I don't. I told. I you. use them in a very sort of self-conscious because I'm not. I'm not your age. I'm not oh, in your you're cohort. Perfect. You're fine. <laughs> I'm not my cohort either. I'm a seventy-year-old person trapped. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. 
And uh, oh yeah, seriously, like when I'm at Joe Van Gogh in the mornings, <laughs> and there are all these like you know '50s, '60s groups of uh, coworkers, etc., that just have a a meeting for like two hours. Like that's what I want to do. I just want to be an old <laughs> person. I just want to get I'm... get get at, to Joe Van Gogh with a few friends and have coffee for two and a half hours and just, just change out that's what i do about, like, yeah. I, that's yeah. my friends and i do now anyway, well if i don't have to work in the mornings all the time but like that just seems like the awesome thing to do gotta gotta do i'd that. rather um i like actually having stuff to do rather than just like, well, sitting well, I mean, guy dies. that's what you do afterwards but you have your morning meeting right and then you get going yeah you have your coffee you have your scone <laughs> Granola with yogurt, and then yeah. Jesus, or Sometimes apparently. both. I like having, I like both. The yeah. scone and the granola with yogurt. Yeah, whatever you want. Wow. Yogurt. But I mean, I would say I, it's, I, rare I use any of these idioms. I'm sorry to say. It's not true. I, like what? You say all of them. I say. Brain's better at it, though. I use woke in, in everyday conversation. I told, a, I told one of the kids, oh, I told Tiny Tim he was woke today. <laughs> And he just looked at me, just right in the eyes, and said, "Thank I mean, you so much." I mean, I do say when I'm around you, I do say "ock." Yeah, awkward. But other than that, I think it's. I think when I'm only with you, that's when I say them. Yeah, that's usually when I use them. Well, otherwise, too bad I you're don't... not always with me. It, you're I'm only too, cool. I'm too right old it. to use. No. To use those idioms in, no in everyday conversation. I just sound. I sound creepy. If somebody <laughs> my age uses <laughs> idioms like that, I just sound, I come across as creepy. Mm. That's like my oh, mom. Oh, young lady, you're so woke. Ew. <laughs> it's creepy old guy. Well, well, if you said, "Why, well, young it's lady?" It's creepy old guy. You would. That's a bad start. <laughs> that's Ew. true. It's the high yeah. young lady part that does it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's like a gene who comes into general. Oh, I feel so awk talking uh, with you, young yeah, lady. I know. I know. Uh, he's, he's just like. How are you no, Gene actually is. I'm I'm using that in a in a, in a self-effacing, you know, self-referential kind of way. Yeah, I, I I know. Uh, no, Gene actually. I don't think I'm like creepy old guy. Gene is creepy old guy. <laughs> he asked if my mom was in jail. <laughs> what? He's a little. He's just. Because uh... he hadn't seen her in a while because she hides from him. And <laughs> yeah, can you blame her? I think everyone hides from him <laughs> at this point. <laughs> reaction I was like i haven't seen her in a while she must be in jail and i said wow i love that did you ever see any of my father's interactions with gene no oh they were hilarious he was like living in a seinfeld episode should i quiz you guys on some turns do you guys know what turn means no to be turned mm-hmm. oh, something's God. turned no i mean i've heard it but i don't know what it means it's like What's turned? It's like par- it's like a, a party kind of thing. Okay. Like, or someone can be turned, which means they probably had too much alcohol. Okay. I thought that was <laughs> crunk. No, that's definitely out. Okay. You know what stand means? No. No, it's it's weird because it's like from an Eminem song, but it's like the current version of Stalker. Oh. Do you know what snatched is? If you're snatched. No. No. Do you know what on fleek is? No, no. Dang, because snatch <laughs> snatch is the new on fleek. It just means you're really well put together, basically. Okay. Like you're on fleek. Like it was eyebrows on fleek for a long time was the thing. I don't know. We'll we'll we'll, we'll keep going all right. eventually. All right. Well, we'll. Think What's your word of the day? Watching. <laughs> turned. Watching watching my dad interact with Gene was hilarious because Gene is just so boisterous and sort of like. 
totally, extra. totally unaware. The word is extra. Extra? Mm-hmm. Extra what? No. Extra. He's extra. Extra what? No. <laughs> Who's on first? <laughs> Who's on first? <laughs> See, I can make references from any yeah. decade. <laughs> you know extra? You know extra. Henry thinks I'm extra, for example. I have no idea. I never say that. No, but I know it. <laughs> what, what, what does it mean? It's just like... You're a lot. A lot. <laughs> Okay. Gene is extra. Gene yeah. is like super size extra. You know OTP? One true pairing. It's like shipping. Okay. I know shipping because you told me. You know that. Bay. Shipping doesn't no. Yes, Bay. Bay. B-A-E, right? Yeah. Bay, yeah. You know what it stands for? I thought it was babe for a while. <laughs> No, that's bad. No, seriously, like, 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 babe, like, that's awesome or hot or really cool or something like no, that. No, before right? anyone no, else. Bae? Like, you're number one. The okay. numero uno. Oh, my God. That Bill and Ted joke in the movie, I laughed oh, oh, so oh, oh. hard and oh, nobody oh, oh. else laughed. What, Brent? <laughs> Doing number three. Huh? Huh? Bill and Ted. Oh, yeah, I know. Okay. Right? They're bringing it back. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love Keanu Reeves. Oh, I read this really funny thing. It was like, uh, Ready Player Two, but it was like oh, I read that too. The girl thing, yeah, so good. Didn't see that. Oh, it's too funny. It's basically just pointing out all the misogynism in Ready Player One, the book. So it's mm-hmm. like from the girl's perspective. That sounds really stupid because it's just really funny. And Keanu mm-hmm. Reeves is mentioned, so it made me think of it. Huh, interesting. It was right. It was yeah, funny. It was, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. But all right. Well, thank you so much for the question, Gemma. What was, what was your second question? That was the, Did we even get to that? that? That's, yeah. that's what it was. The idiom Idiot, one. Idiots. Oh. But yeah. Brain's turn. Hope you're doing well with your data analysis. She is. I'm well, I'm exhausted. I think I'm coming down with yet another cold. <laughs> My head feels like it's filled with cotton balls. With idioms. <laughs> with idioms. Yay. Idioms like cotton balls. Yeah. You're going loopsy-daisy, man. I'm going loopsy-daisy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we can move on to... Our other ones. So this one is from Alyssa. Uh, it's a little lengthy, but so. It, uh, you're fine, Alyssa. They're very. Oh, who is the the, the fellow? Judgy. The fellow that wrote us is Garrett. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't heard from him in a while. But send us some questions, Hope Garrett. He's still kicking. Yeah, and uh, your questions are complicated, but that what that's what makes them so awesome. It yeah. probably takes the, that long to well, think of the, to write it down. We got some good ones this week. I think this one's good. I so. believe in you, Alyssa. So Alyssa, she says hi, buds. Hello. <laughs> Hello. 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 Had an interesting experience a while back when watching the movie Jackie. Okay. I love the movie. However, during the viewing, there was someone eating nachos about two seats away from me. It was Henry. Yeah. Oh, no. I would never do so. Oh, yeah. I guess I Damn you and your nachos, Henry. Only home home eating nachos. Look, because I can prepare them however I like. Anyhow, so luckily, (laughs) the sound. With oatmeal. Yes, correct. So luckily the sound in the theater was excellent, and so I rarely heard any chomping or crunching. But I did find it odd at the time that someone would be eating something like that or anything noticeable during a film that's so heavy. Now, while the film is unsettling to watch, maybe having something to distract him somewhat was the only way he could actually watch the film. Security blanket of nachos. Story I mean, of my she's, life. She's, she's doing like an inner monologue for nacho life. nacho eating Jackie guy. Yeah. <laughs> but it still brings up the question, whether it be at home or in the theater, is it okay to eat a lot of food or noisy food uh, 
or drink during sensitive or very dark movies, i.e. Saving Private Ryan, 127 Hours, Passion of the Christ, Pursuit of Happiness, etc. Is it poor taste? Have you done it? Poor taste. Clever. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for the work you do, Alyssa. Oh, thanks, Alyssa. I feel like Alyssa and I would be friends. Unless this question is 100% in earnest and then not much, but maybe, but probably not. Uh, when I went to the Passion of the Christ, I got the Super Gonzo mozzarella sticks. Peter's <laughs> <laughs> gonna do a spit take here. I I snuck an entire. I got the mozzarella sticks and I got a giant slushy. Yeah. And I just went to town on that shit. <laughs> they were nailing them to the cross, and I was mmm, crunch, 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 mmm, mozzarella sticks, so good. I snuck an entire pizza into Dunkirk, as we've discussed. Oh, that's true. Oh dear God! Like a whole pizza. How do you even do that? Uh, willpower and might. Purse. No, mm. I didn't have a purse. Exit door. Maybe your friend. My best friend and I used to, when we were like too young for this, when I was like 13, Kaylee and I used to sneak in. We'd go to Food Line and then to Timberline, you know, we would put whole bags like of chips under our shirts. So like, and we'd waddle. So they think we were, we, <laughs> cause, cause I thought you were going to say you snuck in like rotisserie chicken. <laughs> No, but Timberline checks your bags, right? So they we do? snuck. Yeah, yeah so wow. we, they just started doing that. No, they didn't. They've always done it. They really? No, they're the OGs of checking bags. Maybe they have done it since I was Chelsea. five. I get so tired no, of people don't. sneaking shit into the Chelsea. <laughs> well, don't do that. Please, please don't. If you have been, Chloe, please don't. I don't. Do I really haven't, I promise. I bring a water bottle on occasion, and that's it. That's, so that's, that's just, fine. We can cope with that. No, but. I definitely do not sneak. I sneak food into Silver Spot, and that's it. Yeah, well, Silver Spot. Till I pay for a meal and a ticket. You have to give but... a sperm sample in order. To... <laughs> but is it so, what? So now is like, I don't think I can do that. Okay, but is watching a, like eating eating nachos? Yeah, that's really funny. That's like while there's a scene of JFK being killed. It's the episode of Seinfeld. Haven't seen it. The Pez. Oh, is that the one? <laughs> no, isn't there a scene? Isn't there a Seinfeld episode where they go to see Schindler's, Schindler's List? List? And... That's a whole episode about Schindler's List. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's, no, I don't think that, I don't think that's acceptable. I mean, it, it films. That's my dog. Sorry, dog is taking exception to. Um, <laughs> I mean, there. You know, if you're going to see a Transformers film and you can't hear the friggin' dialogue anyways because they've mixed the sound oh and all God. the effects <laughs> so horribly, and you you hear slam, boom, pow, and that's your ears are throbbing, and then Shia LaBeouf comes on screen and you hear <laughs> right. Who cares? Now it's Lucas Hedges going. <laughs> Right, if you've got if you've got like Fritos and you want to go to town, it knock yourself out. <laughs> I can't hear a goddamn thing anyway. <laughs> you want to go to town? Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you're watching something like Jackie, or or just recently, I watched Thoroughbreds. Right? Ugh! Don't eat during that. I well, would have an it's appetite. It's such a quiet film, and the dialogue is so important. I don't want to say no. Don't buy popcorn. No, don't buy soda. Buy it, but be. But just don't. Be intelligent about, you don't just shovel it in. <laughs> don't sit there and slurp and rattle your ice around, particularly during moments of important dialogue. Right, right. Just be a smart moviegoer. Right. Right. Could, would you watch, would you eat something when, when you were watching Hunger? Oh, I would feel guilty. No, that's would poor you? taste. What that's about... just poor taste. Okay. Yeah. 
Some just not hunger. I mean, there are certain okay, there are certain I'll, films say, that you can. I've rewatched Jackie at home, and I probably ate a bowl of cereal and stuff while that movie was going. Is well, okay? if you're in the privacy of your own home, but do whatever you no, want. I don't taste care. Towards the film. I mean, the problem. I mean, the problem that that I think you're going to face in a lot of these movie theaters, particularly if you go to a multiplex, it's not just candy and popcorn, which makes some noise, but it's I think nachos. it's tolerable tolerable levels of noise, right? I'm, but I'm yeah, they got noise. like deep fryers and shit now. <laughs> this is a baseball game, guys. Yeah, it's not a baseball game, right? Where you get your hot dog and beer. Depends I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go in there with with the, the giant tree of you know chili and jalapeno covered nachos. <laughs> which, first of all, there's the well, noise. Well, there's the noise of eating it, and then there's the aftermath. What about that's a, a whole other thing? What about a bowl of spaghetti? <laughs> <laughs> Bowl of spaghetti. I did eat like basically a bowl of guacamole in the first uh, Avengers movie. What's well, guacamole? You can eat whatever in, in an Avengers movie. Yeah. Okay. Good. Nobody. Nobody gives a shit. I don't really. No, I'm not a big snacker during movies. I'm not. Usually. I'm, I'm not in theaters. No, but when I'm watching something at home, I usually have yeah. cereal. Theaters. See, that's a, the the thing that I feel guilty about is I know that's how they make their money, but so many of these theaters so overcharged for tickets, anyways. But oh, I don't so want to teeny, buy a teeny weens box of candy at Silver Spot is eight, like five dollars. That's what I'm saying is I have and to provide a sperm sample. And the guilt for me is sample. already basically there. Like I'm basically not gonna buy it because it's five dollars. And then, but then because it's or I'm not gonna buy it because it's candy and you don't need candy in your life. Yeah, no. But then it's five dollars. So I'm basically like, thank you, Silver Spot, for letting me see the error of my ways. Let me just eat these uh things from Trader Joe's. Yeah. <laughs> They're not Cracker Jacks. The, um, like dried fruit no, or the, wasabi yeah, what those, peas? No, I can't do wasabi <laughs> peas. I'm a weak, weak, weak girl. No, what oh, those, wasabi peas aren't that spicy. Well, I love to me they are. Peas. What are those called? Man, you got it. <laughs> Chloe's. They're in, the pur- they're in the purple bag with the monkey on it. What's the fake <laughs> banana? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the other banana. The other banana. Yes, plantain. The little plantain chips. I ate the plantain chips. We got there. I got there. You know what plantain is? Why are you looking like that? Plantains are good. I like plantains. Uh, I don't know. I hate the plantain chips. No, I don't sneak food into the Chelsea. Don't okay. worry. I don't and care if you do. Other I places, actually but... buy. Sometimes I will buy Junior well, Mints. See, so. that's the thing is, it's on a very rare occasion, also I'll buy Reese's house. Pieces, but that's the extent because pop. Most of these movie theaters, their popcorn is foul. It's disgusting. Well, the Chelsea has very good popcorn. We actually do have very good. But I don't popcorn. like popcorn, so. Well, I've eaten so much of it in my time, I'm I'm burned out on it, so yeah. I can't touch it anymore. It's also why I incidentally stopped drinking soda, which I haven't had. That's good. 27 years. Wow. Good for you, Brady. Yeah, I stopped That's drinking great. it in high school when I was about 15, wow. 14, 15. I just had a Diet Coke, so go figure. <laughs> um, I drink soda on very brief occasion. No, but I mean, why do Not theaters... Really. I just take sips of Connors. This is getting, again, we're... We're diverging <laughs> or diver yeah in a okay. more positive okay. light what would you, if you could eat anything while at a theater what would it be that would be perfectly acceptable no matter what what would it be meal of choice well, i guess you can do that silver spot but <laughs> yeah that's true they have yeah, actual meals actually, yeah. i did, I did when I went lobster with, rolls i went it's with funny. my friend ashley they've to got see, porters or waiters uh, waiters waitresses project and we got burgers you saw it there yeah well no because she she invited me to go with her and her roommate, so. Uh, and I was like, oh, I guess we'll have dinner there. Okay. And we had see, I, really I remember I went to a dinner theater before <clears throat> my father opened the Chelsea. He was looking at various places, and we went to a dinner theater up in uh, Norfolk where, you know, my mother was 
from there and there was a little dinner theater i remember watching uh jfk the oliver stone flick mm. kind of boring and uh i don't like oliver eating stone. a stuffed baked potato <laughs> not that interesting the theater I was like outstanding. It. I loved the theater just because it was beautiful. It was this mm-hmm. very big, lush throwback to the 40s, 50s era thing. Big draperies and curtains and chandeliers and, you know, plush carpeting, the whole thing. It looked absolutely gorgeous. The film was subpar. The food was subpar. <laughs> this the is like a Yelp review. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know. I just found the whole concept of eating a, a, a full meal, even if it was just, you know, something as simple as a stuffed baked potato to be off. Pretty I, like, much. have to look at what I'm eating because I'm a little obsessive compulsive about well, see, shocking that's... many facets of my life. And this is one of them. Everything has to be separated. And I don't. So well, is uh, it, I don't that, like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you there. I think that's the point is that's why you get things like popcorn and candy. It's because you can just you grab some and you shove it in your mouth. You don't have to see what you're doing. You don't have to sit there with a fork and knife and cut your meal or anything Careful like that. Sorry. <laughs> um, but I mean, keep it, keep it simple. And why there's all this shit like nachos, mozzarella sticks. Why they have deep, you go to AMC now and they did South point, right? And they've got a deep fryer. <laughs> you can get like chicken fingers and shit. You can know, you like do you made get, to order deep you fry? Have, you have, bring there's a frozen like uh, popsicle stuff too. Huh? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah they've like, got uh, ice cream. There, you can get really? not, yeah. not dipping dots, but you bonbons. They've got like bonbons and frozen Snickers bars and stuff that like is. that. They've got uh, frozen stuff there. It's too, so. it's ridiculous. I don't need because all they that do have shit. The cal- they have the calorie uh, uh-huh. listings. Yeah, it's quite shocking. I think the height of awesome, what the, the, the movie theaters, good movie theaters, keep it good candy selection, meaning not just like M&M's and stuff. You but, gotta have those Care Bears gummies you have with the Oh, those are disgusting. We got rid of those. Those are calcified. That was like fossils. <laughs> go, go for uh, Milk Duds. I'm a Milk Duds fan. No, but I mean, Bad good, food, good candy. Like, good quality candy. Like, good gourmet candy type stuff. Yeah. And then, like, nice beer. Right. Every now and again, I like going to Lumina because I can go and, and watch watch a Disney film and have a pint of beer. Where? At the Lumina. Lumina. Oh, the Lumina. Sorry. I mean, you can do that to Chelsea, too, but we don't have taps yet. <laughs> oh, quote-unquote. Yeah. <laughs> Hands in the air. Hands in the air. <laughs> we'll, we'll hopefully be fixing that Not some point in the, fu- in, the, in the future. I believe in you. I'm trying. Mm. I'm I doing know. what I can. I, know. I, I would just have cereal if I was at a theater. Me too, pal. I love cereal. I, yeah, I eat it all the time. I mean, that's the... You get the meal, maybe. Oh, my God. That would be good. Yeah. That's not as messy as cereal. You have that hole in the chin thing. You drool milk all over yourself. You don't. Have oh, see, milk. I am a freak. I'm like Allison Williams in uh, Get Out. Put some cereal in my mouth. Put some almond milk in my mouth, and that that's is it. Weird. That is weird. <laughs> Just do it. I don't once. like you and your unorthodox ways of eating cereal. Yeah, <laughs> it has to go in the bowl with the liquid. That's the only uh, way you could eat it. It varies in mush levels, then it's not. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Well, there you go, uh, Alyssa. Oh, my God. I never tell you about my free dog ha- house-sitting event. But we won't get into it now. <laughs> sure. But it was crazy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just a synopsize here. Is that a word, synopsize? Summarize. It is in this room. Synopsis. This is, is a safe place. This is a safe place for all of us. This is a safe space. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Space. And, Dang it. <laughs> and where's the package? Like, it's 5 o'clock. This guy, why is this guy not here yet? I really appreciate could, it. Could be tomorrow. It said... Arriving today. Really? Is it a full size cutout of Timothy Chalamet? Timothy Chalamet. No. 
Man, it's I'm starting to Ch- think it is not Timothy. Chalamet. I'm starting to think I do have a crush on Timothy Chalamet, and I yeah, just didn't know. Yeah, see, that's how it, that's how they get you. Yeesh. You're like, Whoops. Oh. You're like, who's that person? Some oh. just one day you wake up and you go, mmm, his smoky bedroom eyes. No. <laughs> I don't think that's what Chloe does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so either. Maybe some people, but no, I don't. Well, anyway, keep going. Cool. <laughs> So the other one we have is I don't think that's what Chloe got one via Twitter. So how exciting! Zany Brainy one two three. Oh my god! Oh, but I was it. just going to say to summarize Alessa and her question: uh, <laughs> be aware of the movie and be aware of the timing in the movie. Right. And just get your fucking nachos and cheese sticks the hell out of there. Also, that don't shit, make out during movie Dumbledore's theater. death scene when Chloe is only like eleven because that really. Where the hell her. did you see that? South Point. <laughs> Oh my god. It's very upsetting. That's fair. Yeah. So in those very specific <laughs> rare circumstances, please don't do that. Yeah. You'll upset eleven year old Chloe. Yeah. yeah. Or you'll bring back haunting memories of that. She's day. traumatized. <laughs> that day. She's tra- she's absolutely traumatized. God, terrible. This is why she can't have normal crushes on young starlets now. You know? She just pictures like Timothy Chalamet and Harry death. Styles. I just think about You think I, about Dumbledore. Harry Styles now. is not on the list at all. That's no. an attractive young man. Oh my god, Dumbledore death. He's barely on the list. Huh. Dumbledore. Not Dumbledore. <laughs> I mean, if you're, Dumbledore. Into, if you're into older men, Not Dumbledore. Dumbledore is an older man. What's yeah. his name? I don't even remember what we're talking about. Harry Styles. What? <laughs> Keep going. Sorry. Anyhow, Henry, next question. So, Zany Brainy123, right? I was on a... I was... Uh, <laughs> Just halted again. I was almost on a commercial for Zany Brainy. I don't even what 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 was a zany the brainy product. Zany yeah. brainy is a store. It was a toy store. Oh, okay. And my sister and I auditioned. Okay. She the got, show's going really well. She got she fame? got further than I did. Your brush with fame. Now I've had closer encounters. Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, Timothy Oliphant. I mean, br- a brush with your own personal fame, not with not brushing elbows with somebody else who's famous. Tim- Timothy Oliphant brushed uh, elbows with. Me. with fa- uh, Thank you. Fame that day with, with you. me. Thank you. You got there. <laughs> I really appreciate it. So, <clears throat> all right. So, he or she writes, "Dear my favorite podcast trio." Oh my god. <laughs> a few things. If you were on a a date, let's say it's been three dates less or three dates or less so far uh-huh. with someone, and you decide to watch a film, whether this be at home or in a theater, another kind of situation here. What do you think is better, especially if you felt like their relationship had real potential? To watch a movie that's just date friendly, quote unquote, like a fun comedy or something, or pick out a movie that really shows your interest in film and or something that really reflects yourself as a person, regardless if it's stranger than what a typical date movie is. Wow. <laughs> Either way, what would be the picks for both categories? Y'all are the best. Oh my word. Zane, you too, Zany Brady123. That's a huge question. That is a. Wow. It's I tough. don't know. It depends just, on who you are and the person watch, you're with. Brain, we should just watch Gummo, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the two thing. of you? Oh, I mean, uh, that's... Brain, that's, Brain that's, you want to get together watch Gummo? Yeah, absolutely. Let's I'll get out that. of here. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's the first rule of thumb is never go with a date to a Harmony Corinne film. That's fair. Never do that. Yeah, even Mr. Lonely or Spring Breakers. That's just a bad idea. Yeah. Um, just just hey, depends on the person you're with. Watch Dunkirk, you know? I mean, there are always films oh I think God, that are really... really well, I mean, we're you doing can. we're doing Isle of Dogs oh, yeah, next yeah. week, right? I think any Wes Anderson film oh, is yeah. always date worthy. Take a date to a Wes Anderson film. They're always sort of even the the more deep, quirky, weird, 
family dysfunction type films, there's still a certain charm to them, which I think, you know, um, I don't know. I mean, it just depends on, <laughs> on your date. Like I wouldn't take a date to say, well, absolutely never take a date to a Harmony Corinne film. <laughs> just, that's just, that's, <laughs> that's just poor form. That's his answer. Would you watch, uh, her with a date? <laughs> no. Yeah. Why not? It'd be an interesting one. If someone asked me to see her, I'd say, I mean, bye. Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> I mean, like speaking that. of Scarlett Johansson films, would, would I go with a date to Under the Skin? No. Mm. No. That's like, you've been Red together. Flag. You've been together for eight plus months, and it's a serious relationship, and you both know each other. And well you're ready enough. for it to end. And you, no. <laughs> you want something to discuss, you know, that's, that's, you go to Under the Skin, because you're confident enough in the relationship that that weird right. shit like that is not going to necessarily blow it out of the water. But right. you know, Yeah. Um, what about Blue Valentine? No. Why? Yeah. Why would you? This Again, person said third date. No. No, it said three dates or less. Yeah, yes, I mean, those are, Henry, yes. those are the sorts of films. Worse. Well, those are the sorts of films that it's like, we've been in a, in a relationship for a while. I wouldn't, no, Blue Valentine, I would not take a date to Blue Valentine. Yeah. Yeah, it's our third date. Let's go watch a movie about a relationship that's, that's imploding. Ending. That's a good idea. Yeah. Because naturally, you put yourself in the shoes of the protagonist or whatever. So it'd be weird. I, I'd be I mean, calm. plus, there's a lot of issues about, you know, unless wow. you're attractive, as attractive as, uh, Ryan Gosling and, and Michelle Williams. You, you're there, Brayden. You are there. You are there. I don't think so. <laughs> oh, no. Absolutely not. Uh, oh, God. I'd be, I'd watch a, go on a date to see Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. That's a good one. No. Oh, my God. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I'm talking to my dad. Well, like, I have to all, explain to him well, first so much all, about how humans work, and this is well, just let terrible. Me, let me put it this way. First of all, as a guy going with, a woman to yeah. see that shows you're comfortable in your masculinity because you're not you're oh, not you're not boy. threatened by strong female characters. Right. Bam. There you no. go. There you go. Not quite, but okay. I like it. All right, but okay. Well, I guess the the question. So, would you watch uh, like a date friendly movie or a more? I'd watch stranger? a date movie. I think I would too. I'm not trying to yeah, waste de- my time. Well, it depends. Degree. It depends on the deep movie. Maybe a first date. Maybe watch the. Rom or like a rom com, but no, yeah, I, a first date movie. I wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest a su- subjected date unless this is somebody who you met met in like yeah. a film class about you know German era, you know German nineteen fifties <laughs> post war like expressionist film or something like that. Great I little, wouldn't go great little subgenre. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't go to a super heavy film with you know unless you met them in that context. I wouldn't go to a super heavy film with them. The first film that Mary and I ever went to was oh my god, cute Napoleon Dynamite. Oh my god, Aww. that's so cute. Right? Aww, yeah, that's so. really cute. I don't know. So that's that's if if you're just getting to know somebody, that's the type of film that I would take them to. Yeah, but if, you, if it's a third date film, I mean, I think something like, you know, you say, ah, oh, the post is out or Bridge of Spies is out. Let's go see that. I think that's fair enough. No. Plus, it shows that you're only engaged. if you want him to fall asleep on your Bridge shoulder. Bridge of Spies, I'd say, especially. It was good. Yeah. It's good. Uh, okay. Here's third date film. No Country for Old Men. Probably not. No. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's no. a good film, but Depends. would you? Depends on how, like... Third date film. Serious man. Depends on how... Yes or no. Like, how many interests you've shared about yourself. If you're, like... We both like dark, strange movies, right. then sure. 
Yeah. If it's a blossoming friendship, it's different. Okay. I mean, a friendship that's now blossoming further, like a double blossoming. Oh, somebody who you know, who you already know for a while, and then yeah. it's turning into a romantic thing. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that, depending on how well you know one another. Yeah, you go to you go see No Country for Old Men. I'm not I mean, seeing it. it. it just, <laughs> I mean, it's there's a lot of variables that you can take into how well do you know this person? Is this somebody who you just happened to meet on like Tinder or something? I don't know. Yeesh. Probably not in this room. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'd probably want to watch just a movie I really like, like yeah. Paper Moon or something, mm-hmm. to feel out. Because everybody does that. Yeah, everybody does that anyway. Well, I don't know if everybody does. Yeah. I do it all the time. Like if I show my friend something, I'm not watching the movie. I'm watching them watch it. Mm-hmm. So you yeah, can I, I showed my I showed my friend Fury Road. It's like my mind is blown. Exactly. I was like, yeah, I'm re-experiencing it all over again. Exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. So. so I would just show someone to my something I liked. Really liked, yeah. But to see. as long as it's not too weird. Harmony Corinne territory. Well, yeah, not weird. You stay away from Harmony Corinne. I don't like things that are too weird. That's what I'm saying. As long as it's not too weird. Well, not an issue for me. Exactly. <laughs> but some people may have a different idea. Like, oh, here. I'll watch uh, Showa. You know? Or, like, yeah. oh, you know. <laughs> that'll be fun. That'll well, show my if taste that person now. is with the right person, then that is fine. Yeah. If, it's about the it's about the person, Zany Brady, one, person, two, three. <laughs> yeah. And if you're going on a date, if you're going on a date, be strong. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Men, women, whatever your, your inclination maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> Patio furniture. I don't, you know, we don't judge here. <laughs> Interesting segue. That's like something one of those like terrible like BBC um, documentaries I'm they a, have. I'm a like patio I married sexual. my car and that's stuff. Like a, that's like some really lame indie band. Yeah, for sure. <gasps> yes. You reminded me I have an actual recommendation this week, and I'm excited. Okay. It has what nothing was, to do with patio furniture. What was the name we came up with Is earlier? It? Oatmeal and Today? Something? Yeah. Oh, boy. I don't know. Oopsie-daisy? No. Oopsie-daisy. It was oatmeal and something. Oatmeal and... I can't remember. My brain is completely shit. shut off. At this point. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That was it. <laughs> I know that for Nailed a fact. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what were you saying? Oh, but it was it. Is it already a brother? What? What? There's an in, there. They Adam Scott and and already brothers. Like we go listen to a band called Paint Store. I love Adam Scott. Yeah, he's great. I love him. Great film. Same birthday as me. Really? Awesome. Yesterday. Maybe your package got screwed up and it went to Adam, Adam, Adam Scott? Scott. Oh my god! Please, so I can go get it. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I don't think packages work by birthday, but I really like that concept. You know, I like that. <laughs> Keep going. Interesting, like uh, yeah, but no, that's well, that's all I have. That's the the the, the question. So good but, question. Yeah, but yeah, so interesting. So thanks, thanks y'all for the the emails. Zany Brady, one two. If you're again, if you're a new listener or or uh, they must be local. No, is Zany Brady a huge thing? I don't know. Don't know. Didn't say, but <laughs> um, yeah, so. Thanks again, and I guess we can just move on to our picks of the week, and I need to go uh, get my charger, as per usual, around this time. So, y'all go. I don't have any picks of the week. I haven't seen anything. Nada? No, seriously. Nada uno? I've been at the theater the last 14 or 15 days straight. 
Okay, well, I, I have some. I haven't watched jack shit other than for the podcast. Yeah. So I wish I could say, but I've been so busy and so exhausted I haven't had time to watch. Well, one of mine is a flashback kind of deal. Like I said, Back to the Future. Best movies ever. I'm obsessed with them. Okay. I love Marty McFly. Okay. Have a, yeah. No? You don't like Back to the Future? I haven't seen it in a very long time. I'm obsessed. It's not, I, I don't have... Not the, on top of the list? Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big nostalgia guy in that sense. I like stuff that's evocative of the era. Hence my, 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 my joy, that I, the right. joy that I get from, say, uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. But they're just such good movies. Chargers right here. Chargers right here. Henry... Henry's stupid. His, yeah. <laughs> I'm having an off day, everybody. Sorry. Um... That's why I like Ash vs. Evil Dead. That's why I like Stranger Things. Is it's evocative of that time right. without being like a Man. straight up, you know, throwback. Well, that, hmm. anyhow, that's just me. Brain doesn't no, like I Back to the Future. I don't think. No, it's not that I don't like Back to the Future. I'm just not like woo about it the way some Goo-goo. people. I are. am. I'm Goo Goo Gaga for Back to the Future. Back to the Future. I do love it too. Yeah, I love watching them outside. They always play outside. But I saw DeLorean there too. At, you know, the Luminous Outdoors thing? They played mm-hmm. Back to the Future and they had DeLorean there. And there's this guy, and you could tell that, like, his jo- like all he did was bring his DeLorean places. It was very funny. Huh. Like, he does. The car that pays for itself. Yeah. That's interesting. Especially if you find those packages of cocaine in the wheel wells. Y- yep. <laughs> <laughs> and he asked that my sister. Everybody always asks that my sister. Oh, you want to hear one thing that's really funny that she might not want me to say, but it's really funny? So she went for a walk in the park by our house. And she lost her key, one of her keys, and so she Classic asked. Drama. So she asked the yeah, it's true. She asked him. <laughs> even Braid was like, yeah. I don't even so, remember that well. Yeah, I know. That just strikes me as knowing you. That strikes me as something she might do. What? <laughs> Rude. I don't lose the idea. Okay. So anyway, so she she asked the park ranger to like help her find them, whatever. And he and she gave him his, she gave him her phone number in case he found them. And he asked her out. Like he texted her. Oh, men, are, men are creepy. Yeah. Men are creepy. That's creepy. But apparently he's really nice and stuff. So it's just a little. And my well, sister's very friendly. I don't know. Maybe, but, but I mean, even so, if you give somebody your number in the context of I of lost work. an item, could you please contact <laughs> me regarding that? Yeah. That's like abuse of power. Yeah. Especially if you haven't found the key yet. If you found it, you found maybe key. a tie in. Maybe a yeah. tie in. Business has to be done first. I don't know. That still strikes me as. It's know. funny. It's kind of funny. <laughs> okay. So, oh, you want my other recommendation? Okay, sure. So I, I did. Have you seen? No, you haven't, because you haven't seen anything. But I saw with with my best friend Connor. I saw um that thing. What did I see? Death of Stalin. You were there. Yeah, you were there. Don't 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 come to there. nine o'clock anymore. Oh yeah, so, yeah that's don't true. do that. To me. I wasn't the only one there. I know, but I and we actually that paid too. for it. I know. It was so weird. They were like weird doppelganger Connor and Chloe. Did you see them? Yeah. That was freaky. Except they were annoying and they laughed at stupid stuff instead of funny stuff. And I said, yeah, oh my well. God. We were both saying, what is going on? They're the annoying version of us. Oh my God. They oh. were on their phones and stuff. Hey, hey, Kidding. hey, hey, hey. You're, you're sweet. Thank you. You're welcome. I think Henry hates Connor is what we just learned. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> I don't hate Connor. <laughs> anyway. But so we saw, the, what's, what did you say? Did I say it? Death, Death of Stalin. It was okay. My Aunt Trudy was like upset. She showed at Sundance. Well, I missed it though. Oh yeah? She loved it. I was like, Okay, so like it was funny, but it was too much for me. It's created by the guys who did Veep. Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes sense. I might have just been too tired. No, yeah, 
not to salt in the wound there, Brayden, because Brayden wanted to go home. But um, <laughs> no, I mean, I was I was about to collapse on Monday. Oh no! You that's should tell them you need a day. You should well, just take a day. What I'm saying is, I think I'm coming down with a cold again because I've been running myself ragged. I had just gotten over a cold, and then all this shit with the Chelsea happened, and I've been going nonstop, and now. I think I'm getting sick again. Oh, no. Because I haven't had the time to even sit down. And Silver linings, because then you can just rest. <clears throat> no, I can't. Oh, no. I got to be back that's, at the theater the, on Friday. I do that thing, I Henry do does, where I pull my neck collar and go, uh-oh. But, so I saw that, and it was kind of funny. My aunt really liked it. I kind of liked it. I'll check it out at some point. Yeah, that's right. Jeffrey Tambor was in it, and you know his all his weird oh, stuff. That's awful. And I said, "Ugh, I feel weird." And I'm really yeah, sad because I love Arrested Development. I'm and surprised. I said, oh. I'm surprised they still release a film like this because yeah, uh, all the money in the world they pulled that. Yeah. To, redid all the Kevin Spacey bits yeah. with uh, Christopher. Although Turner. I feel like was worse. Is, is it based in well, role? He's definitely in it. Mm. I mean, because in all kind of it centers around Kevin Spacey. Um, yeah, and so it's you kind of gotta do that. Otherwise, it's not going to get any. Press, and then, you know, and then, I, or money, Mister Rose. Yeah, and none the of the one, money in the world. Yeah, none of the money. And then the other one I watched that I really, really liked. I almost had loved. I almost love it. I might have loved it. Okay, <laughs> we'll see. Well, we'll see what happens. Let me. But, let me put it this way. It's a, it's an interesting question, though. Is I'm sorry to break in, Chloe, but before totally I forget fine. this, yeah. before I forget this, <laughs> considering how awful. Trump is, and the fact that people went and voted for him anyways. Yeah. If you've got these guys who are accused of this, this sexual predation who are in these films, how much of a deterrent would that be for box office? Well, I mean, I something think to think about. Something think to think about. Bit. I think it, I think it's had an effect a little bit. Really? I'd say even all the money in the world, people, it did, that didn't make much money at all. Well, yeah, but it I was feel that, like that was a little bit more of a. But that's what I mean like, is, is 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 Kevin Spacey was pulled out of it and they put Christopher Plummer in. And but I feel like did. a lot of people didn't know that for the most part. Yeah, and they only released the final trailer until like a few weeks before, so I feel like, oh wait, no, that's Kevin Spacey. I'm not. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So it could have. I think it definitely does at this point. I think we're to a certain point where people are like really opening their eyes. I, I think. think so as well. So, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. But I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Oc. Yeah, there's Oc. But what Oc. were you saying, Chloe? Well, nine thumbs. Well, okay. So, the other one, I watched this movie on Netflix called Mr. Roosevelt. Because this girl, this woman's cat, Mr. Roosevelt, dies, so she has to go home. And it's her ex-boyfriend and blah, blah, blah. And it's written and directed by Noelle Wells. Uh-oh. Noelle Wells? From, she was in... Is he, <laughs> <laughs> she was in the Season Sorry show, <laughs> LOL. Oh. And then um, she Not was on. Master of None. Yeah, Master of None. Oh, and okay. she was in, on SNL. I think her name is Noelle Wells. It is a weird name. Hmm. But anyway, it was really good. It was right. It is exactly what I needed that day. I said, yes. That's good. Yes. <laughs> Here for it. Loved it. It was very good. Okay. So that's on Netflix. That's cool. Well, I, I mean, I'll, I, I, you can all take a breath. I don't have a lot. Ton to talk about this week. Good, because I gotta get out of here soon. Yeah, so <laughs> I, well, I I texted Chloe about it last night, but I uh, watched Raw, the French, um, uh, I guess quote unquote cannibal movie that was released at Sundance two years ago. That's on Netflix. Based on a book. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I think. And anyways, so this had like. Oh, that might be the vegetarian. Never mind. So this had reports of like Santa Clarita died. <laughs> people. Yeah. Uh, 
like vomiting in the theaters and all this stuff. Really? And, yeah. Apparently, like in L.A. I mean, is it a really graphic? Well, 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 this is the thing. It's not nearly. No, I, I don't really watch cannibal movies that often. <laughs> so, yeah. I know. What, you're not a big fan of The Hills Have Eyes or whatever yeah, it is? Yeah. So, but I was like, all right. Last time I was like, for some reason, I'm, I'm in the mood. I can I can handle it. Let's, let's do it because I'm up for a controversial movie. And it's actually awesome. Like it was not, it's not, nothing about it is exploitative. And actually the visual horror of anything cannibal related is very minimal. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's actually, I think I told Chloe about is that okay. it's like, it's a, the best, oh, bless you, the, uh, be, bless, it's the best representation of the, I think the Me Too movement um, that I've seen recently. Really? Yeah. It's like, this has nothing. Well, I mean, this preceded the Me Too movement. Though. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like, like we people think unsane is effective. This is like on a whole other level of showing really? that. But it's, huh. so it's about a, a girl who comes from a family of vegetarians who are all vets um, or veterinarians. And she goes to the school where everyone she knows has gone to to become a vet, which she really wants to become. But she ends up realizing that they're very weird, kind of grim practices where she's forced to eat meat or like animal meat and see kind of cruel practices uh being made on them and so she deals with having to like should i do this it's what i want most in the world can i go through through with it everyone else seems Uh. normal um Mm -hmm. afterwards like my sister seems completely fine she's been there two or three years and then she ends up finally doing it and at a certain point, she acclimates to it. and then, Too much, though. Then she ends up going about it, going through these different practices in a different way. And at a certain point, um, people are like, wait, why are you doing it that way? That's strange. And I don't like how you're doing that. So you're kind of the oddball again. Um, and then she ends up sleeping with a gay guy, or who's up to that point Spoiler is gay. Spoiler alert. Um, what? That was, that was off, Henry, what you yeah. just said. <laughs> Keep going. But, um, anyways... <laughs> And the day after, he's like, no, I regret doing that. I, I, that shouldn't have happened. It, I don't, that's not how I like to do things. Mm. She's like, wait, so I'm the victim now for, and she kind of, he kind of like outs her in front of everybody. Um, and she's, um, ends up because of all these different things that are happening. She ends up having to, she changes how she acts. She, um, lets other people know about it and affects her sister who ends up becoming victimized in various ways. Um, and then near the end, I won't spoil it, but then you realize that the parents have also been going through certain things, even though they seem perfectly normal as well. And so it's like a fantastic, like even like, like kind of beat for beat, it was, oops, sorry. It was like great representation of, uh, just anything of dealing with sexual assault going on in Hollywood right now. Mm. Um, but it was, and also the, the. Horror stuff is effective, but it's not. It's nowhere near exploitative. And it's directed by a woman. It was her debut feature, so it's interesting. Interesting, yeah. But that's on Netflix. Hmm. And I watched Stanley Kubrick's The Killing for the first time. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, I need to see that. I've been what? wanting to see that. Oh my god! Um, and it was. I, I liked that's it crazy. quite a bit. The it's clear that uh, the Dark Knight has been influenced by this because mm-hmm. there's the oh, I um, uh, the big robbery that the it's the film is based around one of the characters goes in with a clownish pig mask and uh he's in a, like a 
a nice suit and a nice little handheld oh, shotgun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it does match up. <laughs> yeah, very reminiscent of the opening heist in The Dark, Dark Knight. Knight. Yeah. And then also Logan Lucky, because it's placed, this is centered around a horse race, and mm-hmm. they go in while there are distractions and all these different things. And so it's pretty good. Uh, and then I also I was telling Chloe, I started reading the novel for Red Sparrow. And Brent, actually, I think you would actually really enjoy it, because mm-hmm. it's, it's written by a former CIA agent, and so everything is very meticulously researched, and it's very good. It's makes me like the movie even more, I would say. But mm. it's a pretty, <laughs> I thought uh, he was going to say less. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty compelling read, um, despite just being kind of a reg- regular thriller. Word. Yeah. And then I rewatched Jaws on TV, and it's amazing. So, love no. it. Spielberg. I don't see how you dislike Jaws, Chloe. That seems a little strange it's intense i mean and the, the interesting thing about it is it's able to build an anxiety yeah. using a shark well is that the reason you, which... you dislike it <laughs> i don't know she's shrugging okay That's fair. <laughs> well i personally I, I love it but um i guess it's definitely not for everyone yeah. obviously but <laughs> i think that's about it actually i'm sure there's something else oh i watched hobo with a shotgun but i won't go into that <laughs> yeah let's not go into that <laughs> talk about that next week maybe but uh yeah i think that's about it so any, anything else for you all no next the week watches no all right um well i guess that about brings us to the end of the show it was a bit of a all roller over the coaster. place but yeah a bit of a roller coaster all over the it place usually today. is sorry that we uh, <laughs> i guess we probably got off track more than usual oatmeal yeah <laughs> and oh but the thing is where's the freaking gift jesus sorry it's annoying me so i guess we can talk about it next week but okay. hopefully chloe's gift will be here today like they say yeah but although brain's gift was very late so who knows yeah it was <laughs> worth the wait though i will yes, say that's, that's good. good but yeah so it'd be funny if mine was the same, same thing <laughs> you get a blade runner script you get a blade runner script i'm gonna give one to my mom yeah you know, i'm gonna give one to my brother Perfect. Gemma. you know i'm gonna start calling you oprah yeah go for it <laughs> See if I respond to it. <laughs> but, yeah, so, uh, as always, thank you so much for joining us. And, guys, again, thanks for for watching everything and being here. Always, always happy it. to be here. Yeah, it's always a fun time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so next week, uh, Isle of Dogs. And let's go, you want to do A Quiet Place? Yep. <laughs> I do want to see A Quiet Place, but I'd rather do Isle of Dogs. Same. I mean, I, I can't wait to see A Quiet Place, but I'm we'll definitely yeah. do Isle of Dogs. And our friend Cooper, who, who, who we've talked on the show a few times, is my brain and my coworker. Yeah. Uh, he more than likely will be on if all goes well. We've, I've never met him. Even though he's not a... Well, he's, well, he's never met him. He's not, an, he's not a Wes Anderson Don't fan, self-proclaimed. Yeah, so hopefully he, he will be on um, for that, so you can look forward to that. He's a cool guy. God, it's going to be a disaster. It, it, it is going to be. He has some good stories to tell about various things in his life, so it's it should be a fun time. Hopefully he'll give us some good uh, entertainment. But great, he's a good guy. But all right, everybody, thanks. Bye. Bye. Brain, hope things get better. We'll and we'll see you next week.